Today's show is brought to you by Organifi, the best tasting green blend on the market. They're cold processed, guys, to retain all of the nutrients. And if you're looking to fill all the nutritional gaps and buffer out that new stress that your body has to deal with on a daily basis, check out Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com and use the promo code SUCCESS to save 20% on your order. And now to today's show. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success Podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the basic sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips. What is going on? And Dr. Dr. FaceTime. Uh, FaceTime. Shoddy. Shoddy. So what are you doing over there? I'm got my, uh, I'm teasing Ken. I got <laughs> the new iPhone, and Ken is saying he will never do face recognition. He will never do it. The face recognition <laughs> is pretty scary. Though. <laughs> it you is. know what I mean? I'm not gonna lie. But I thought but Android been had that. Maybe they did, but I ain't been on Android though. It's quicker than what your thumbprint? Yeah. Okay, the thumbprint was immediate. So how <laughs> how quick are we talking? As soon as you go. But the fact <laughs> that you got to hold it in front of your face, like uh, well, actually, you don't have to go like this, Ken. It's anywhere it rec- boom, it recognizes, just boom. It's like it's not off. Actually, actually did it's you like have to set off. it up so you got to yeah, like, do it first around your face. Like, like uh, your what if you uh, sleep doing somebody to come up to you? Boom. Got, my eyes got to be open. Mm, you sure? It's in the eyes, Ken. You sure about it's that? No, no, no. Try to open it with with your eyes closed. See if it works. No, hold on. <laughs> it's unlocked. What you doing? Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to see, Ken, because this is like some uh, Jason Bourne type stuff. Well, I tell you, um, somebody going to cut your face off. Yeah. Um, e, how was Chicago, man? I mean, I was there with you, but I just... What? No, L.A.? I'll go back. I'll oh, say, yeah. About well, I didn't go to L.A. I don't want to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? I was getting text updates. People was like, yo, this is the firest one ever. Everybody going off. I text, I text Carl. I was like, I'm not sure if I feel better or worse. Like, you I'll, should feel better. You, I mean, you, well, you did your job. Quincy but draws I, to a whole other level. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I was hurt. I was not there because I was just getting text updates. Everybody well, was like, yo, it wasn't like you was crazy. sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, you weren't negligent. You had to take care of your family. You know what I'm saying? So... But no, I start with As LA. opposed to what? Missing a flight? <laughs> Negligent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? saying? No, see, that could have happened. See ain't coming. See missed one before. It was like something crazy though. What was uh, it? Uh, Avery. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, sick? The, was she just sick? No, I remember, no, oh, she, remember she was supposed to, she was right, a week she late. Yeah, so we thought she was right. coming. I didn't want to, you know what I mean? Right. I didn't want to go. Excuse, was that LA excuse my negligence. Was yeah. that LA too? Yeah. No, that Where was, was Cleveland. Oh. I think I missed Cleveland. I missed Cleveland. It was Chicago or Cle- it was Midwest. No, it was Cleveland. Okay. I think it was Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because came. Yeah, and I wasn't there. You didn't meet him. So that's the start of our relationship. LA though, man, LA is a different energy, you know, but it's just, it's some, for me, there are people that I love who are part of the BU family, you know, who are part of the ETA family that we don't get to see as regular because they're all the way over there. Yeah. So to go over there and see them and then, you know, man, just those mountains, yeah. you know, the, the weather, the, the swag. I saw Roy. I don't see Roy on the regular, but LD came through. I don't get to see L. So people that, you know, that I'm very, very close to. Um, and then, man, I went to a I went to a school. Shout out Woodrow Wilson High School. I went to a school, and it's crazy, man. That um, 
It's crazy to me still seeing you. You you appreciate it. I don't know if Carl can because he's from Barbados, but the actual outdoors. See where you like walking from your class outdoors to get to another class. You know what I'm saying? And 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 the lunchroom is outside. I, I just mm -hmm. every time I oh, see yeah, that, I know, right? I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. Because you know, crazy. just growing up in Michigan, Ain't once you go outside. inside, oh, yeah, that's you it. inside, bro. Oh, yeah, and, come and let's out just again. be real. In Michigan, from October to really May, it's cold. You know what I'm saying? So you ain't trying to be outside anyway. So LA just has a different vibe to it, man. I really, really enjoyed it. The music that that, you know how we do music. Willie Mo did his thing and he was playing the music and you know, just that that man, I, yeah, I just love Cali, man. We yeah, I love Cali. So, but of course, Chicago. Um, Chicago was man, oh, man, just my boy Matt had a great time with Matt. Uh, great time with United Shores. I'm pretty much on retainer so, this year. This the same company here yeah, that's in Michigan. Because yeah. I was confused when I saw yeah. the count. I was like, I thought they're in Michigan, but you were in Chicago. Yeah, you know they went from Troy to now they're in Pontiac. So they built their new facility in Pontiac. Yeah. And you know, Matt, for those who don't know Matt, Matt also was a um, Michigan State guard. He was with back up to Mateen Cleese when they won the national title. So, uh, so you know, that's that Sparty Connect. Chris Hill was there. Sparty Connect, you know, so Chicago, man, you know, again, in this home, so I got a chance, you know, I always get a chance to see grandma, um, you know, whatever. So, yeah, see, Chicago was uh, fire. My wife, I'm not going to tell her business because she's going to get angry. She told me that she was private, but we got an opportunity to, man, go get her the, 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 the furniture she loves, Ken. Oh. You know what I'm saying? We had an opportunity. It's official? It's official. Yep, we Ooh. bought it. You know it's official when I called mama. Oh, she yeah. Told me I called mama. When I called yeah, mama, called kid, his mom. I called my mom. I was like, okay, it's that's what he did. Here, you know, in the multitude yeah. of council, there's safety. And my mom has, like, been buying furniture since I was a shorty like that. Showroom, don't go in the living room. This is a museum. <laughs> the only thing my mom didn't do... I think her mom might have scared her off. She didn't put plastic on it, Ken. But she might as well because we couldn't go you couldn't in there. Go in there. You couldn't so sit I called mom, bro. Yeah. I don't know what mom is on the animal chart, but when it comes to furniture, mom straight gorilla. Yeah. Ken, I just put my, I ain't even had to do gorilla. I put my mom on speakerphone. I don't think my mom knew she was on speakerphone at first. And my mom was like, how much is it? Okay, walk out on her. <laughs> and the lady listening right now, walk out on her. She says, my mom said, they usually go, now, you said Black Friday. Oh, said, yeah, you know me. We in the oh, high-end furniture yeah. store. I'm like, what's Black Friday sale? Yeah. And do y'all price match Art Van? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we try to see if they price. That couch costs more than everything in Art Van combined. Gardner White. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, look, so Value City got this same couch on sale. She was sweet with it because she said Black Friday. And lady said, we don't, we, uh, we don't do Black Friday. And my mom said, okay, well, all furniture stores do January. So mm -hmm. then the lady was like, okay, well, January, you know, whatever. Like, it ain't She's January. like, we ain't doing nothing in January. Yeah. That's, how, that's how you know it's high end. Yeah, she was like, nope. So my mom said, all right, cool. What you, how many pieces you get? I said, well, Diddy want three pieces. She said, she ain't going to give you a sale? And the lady was like, well, we're going to do sale. My mom said, walk out. Walk <laughs> out. Ain't no way you're going to tell me you're going to get three pieces of furniture. You got to Just walk out. 
you know what I'm saying? And um, my mom said, how many people in the store? I said, nobody. She said, okay, walk out. They must not. That's said, what I said. I said, we've yeah. been in here 35. I ain't yeah, even yeah. seen another soul yeah, in here. another soul in there. My they mom just... says, was that the same costume you went the last time? Is that the one sitting there? Yeah. Okay, walk out. Before we left, 10%, 10%, 3%. You know what I'm saying? And actually, Candace is a numbers girl. And Candace gave me a number. And we went down from that number. Candace was like, absolutely, let's go for it. So, yeah, man, I'm just, and, 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 and let me, mad shout out to my wife. You know, we continue to try to grow. For those of you who are listening and you're getting frustrated, if you're in school, you're running a business, you're in marriage, you're parenting, nothing is perfect. If it's going to be great, you're going to have to work at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My wife did something I've never seen her do before. We woke up this morning. Uh, CJ was, you know, like, look, I'm, we're going to leave in the morning, leave Chicago, come back to Lansing so we could do this podcast. And my wife, we woke up, she said, yo, I just want to tell you thank you. Thank you for the, uh, thank you for the furniture. I was like, oh, okay. I was a little nervous. Like, what does that mean? You're welcome. You know what I'm saying? No, I wasn't on that. No, I, I know you yeah, weren't. I'm teasing. You know no, it was funny because yeah. I was there and I was just like, yo, here go the thing. I, t- I tried, Didi was, it's crazy too because I'm like, D, I think D don't understand. I, she's still yeah. thinking it's BTC. You know what I'm saying? In terms of the income. She's like, ah, I'm like, D, it's high. It is high. But you're going to have this for the rest of your life. Like, this yeah. type of furniture, you don't, your you know what I'm saying? You yeah. ain't got I'm like, I bought a couch three and a half years ago. It's about done. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. The pillows just sank in. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just time for a new couch. Yeah. So I'm like, y'all going to have this. It's going to look crazy in the house y'all got now. But in the next house, <laughs> it's going to look sweet. No, I'm just saying. It may not match the aesthetics of that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It right. looked like it should be in, like, you know, a, a 17,000 square foot mansion. Yeah. But it is what it is. It's beautiful. And uh, yeah, no, I'm in on it. So it was cool. Yeah. So Chicago for me, uh, I don't want to talk about it because the Spartans lost to Duke again. Mm. I was at the game, just hurt. Uh, yeah, just hurt. Went with a Duke fan. Got cocky. Better steak dinner. So I'm down. <laughs> you know what I'm steak saying? Dinner. I'm down to steak, steak dinner. dinner. Um, but I want to do a fair five. And I told E last night. Yeah, but he didn't tell me where it was. Like, yeah. Hey, like, okay. So fair five. Yeah. Ken is here too. He can right. say this is fair five. So, it's, we in the Windy City. It's cold. I get it. You know what I'm saying? We at the gig. You know, we do our thing at the gig. We talking, hanging. The girls ready to go eat. So, we like bet. Shout out to my boy Jay and his wife, Camille. They came with us. And we drive about 10 minutes to the Cheesecake Factory. Now, it's cold, cold. It's cold, bro. So, as any gentleman <gasps> does, I pull up at the door. I'm going to let the ladies out. Right. Fair foul that E got out <laughs> as well and left me to go park the ride by myself. I'm like... I'm thinking there's safety in numbers. I looked up. I thought E was in the back. I was like, E, we just go. I looked over. E walking in the Cheesecake Factory oh, with the girls. What I was doing, Ken, I didn't know this was the first <laughs> He's judging me. Ken, it was so cold that I ran to open the door for him so they wouldn't have to open the door on their own. And so then when you I came went. back, I had already... What you mean when you came back? When you came back out to ride with oh, me. You, you took off. <laughs> oh, you took off. Yeah, he took off. It's your fault. No. I went and opened the door, so I don't feel bad about that to go open the door for the lady. Okay, it was well, freezing. Okay. So it was freezing. And then when I went to get the car to bring it back to the cheesecake factory. <laughs> Oh no, no, he never left. See? No, he never left. No, 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 but this you is incredible because he don't tell the full no, story. No, I'm telling the story. He don't tell what he was That's doing. That's not was, the story. He was talking to Jay, right? So him and Jay was talking. 
So then they went to the door and talked. Then they went outside and talked. And I was like, bro, I'm not about to go out there and oh, talk. Okay. He was talking. I'm like, now nah, you're going to go straight to the whip. I'm going straight to it. But y'all know, he said it on the podcast before. You looking at my fingers now. I, oh, yeah. I, I get cold. So I'm like, I can't stand outside and talk to Jay for another 15, 20 minutes. So if you want to go straight to the whip, and, then, and he not telling you this part. I love C. I love C. <laughs> C don't never, I love it though because it makes great for a podcast. No, but he never bro, said. I'm you what happened. I said, let me get the car. And he said, E is way too far. You're not going to know where it is. So I was like, Ben. No, so I did what say I said I was, was car. You, you weren't going to know where it was. I didn't know how to explain it in a huge but parking lot. Like, notice he never said. But look, though. No, I did. But no, no, no. I volunteered to go get But the then car. you missed the part where I said, why don't you just roll out there with me? You know what I'm saying? I couldn't roll out there with him because he was talking, Carl, and I can't stand Nicole. We was talking well, at the said, door, but we he, weren't talking out. I boom, I went straight to the ride. He never mentioned. I said, "Give me the keys. I'm just gonna get the whip. Why you doing what you're doing?" So he we, he run the podcast. Who run the world? He run the world. We were call this one the tie. No, I'm saying though, he, he he did jump out and then made me drive the whole way home from Chicago. Myself, no, no, I, no, that one I, I am lying because I was gonna say all day I would long never let I would never anyway. let E drive. Yeah. The whip. Never let Carl drive. Never else. let Ken drive. <laughs> yeah, um, but no. So uh, yeah, shout out to Ken who's in the building, man. Congrats again. We got the baby coming in a minute. Yes, sir. We got a chance to go by the new house, new house, new baby. It was funny because it actually made me, um, you know, think about you know that was the same position Candace and I were in. We you know closed on our house and. It was finished like two weeks before Trey was born, and so hey, same for I know us what, on both kids. Yeah, right, right. Both and so kids. you know, you know what it's like to, you know, um, have a child and then move in, and you know all of those things. And you know, life brings a lot of stuff. And of course, man, thank you to everybody for the prayers and support. Um, obviously, you heard last week what we went through with the death of Candace's father, um, and we're doing great, man. She's doing great. She's a rock star. You know, she's bouncing back. Uh, beautiful wake and funeral. You know, he was a Marine, and so, um, you know, they had to send off anybody who's been to a Marine or, you know, a, a serviceman, you know, funeral. You know, they play the taps on there on the trumpet, and, you know what I'm saying, just a beautiful send off. And, um, you know, I've been gone for, from home for like three weeks now. I think we're going to leave back, going back till Monday. And, um, you know, I know we kind of talked about, you know, getting through that kind of stuff, and then, so we kind of, you know, that's why I took Candace to Chicago. I wanted her to get away and, you know, do those things. But the the mind is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And and I wanted to ask E, like, you know, as we're all going through this life, Ken is having a new baby and a new yeah, house. Yeah, and you talk about that. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Ken, you can get in on this for sure. Please. But, you know, I was going to ask you guys today, like, what is happiness? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it, it might sound like a basic question, and I don't know how to, like, really break it down, but, like, you know, I look around, and everybody you know is really just trying to achieve the same goal of happiness. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, D bought the couch. It, you know, that was something, like, that made her feel good. Like, she's happy about that. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, I went to the Duke-Michigan State game with Josh and Anders, and we had a great time, and you know what I'm saying? Like, I was happy about that, but, like, in, in life, in general, the, the mind is like so deep. It's like we do things to make us happy, but you know, it kind of ebbs and flows. And E, you're one of the happiest people I know just in terms of like Consistent. consistently happy. And so I think there's those of us who have these moments where you're happy and then you have these other moments where you get into a funk and you know, maybe anxiety or depression or 
you know, some of those things, you know, sink in. And I actually, one of these days, I'm going to bring on like a mental health expert, you know, who can walk us through, you know, kind of the psyche behind that. But um, the only reason I ask is because, you know, there's been so many people in the emails that have been hitting us up and, you know, just talking about how, you know, they've been stressed or, you know, they got anxiety, especially around the holidays and things like that with family and, you know, old relationships and stuff like that. And so what is happiness to you guys, I guess? What, 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 how do you define happiness? Because at the end of the day, that's all we're trying to get to, right? Like at the end of the day, like how much money you make, you know what I'm saying? The car you drive, the house you live in, like you're trying to get to happiness. So people say you're trying to get to money and I'm like, cool, you can get to money. Money is, is a cheap saying, money ain't going to buy you happiness, but it does it help. Might, yeah. No, no, I'm saying, depending yeah, on what you like. Yes, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, yeah. we run into people all the time who, you know, millionaires who you could tell they're not necessarily happy. Like whatever they have done financially has not brought them that peace that, you know, they hoped they were looking for. And I see broke people who, that, you know, not happy. So it's not like I'm saying money is the root of all evil, whatever you want to say. I just see people who are struggling, like I said, especially around these times and everybody's just trying to get happy, right? And I'm like, yo, how do you get happy? How do you alleviate that stress? And what is happiness to you guys? And I just want to, you know, I'll, I'll share mine as well, but, you know, I, I want to know for, for you guys, like, what does that look like? Yeah, well, I, you know, it's funny you say that, I guess, going to college now, you know, the first thing came to me and I went and looked it up in Google. Uh, we hold these truths to be self-evident, mm -hmm. that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I guess for me, it's that, it's, that, it's life, you know? And when I say life, I don't just mean, you know, the, you know this ability to walk, see, you know, you know, heart beat, you know, the blood. I, I mean, like, literally, taking advantage of life, you know, like, yo, you know, having, being married, you know, having children, you know, family, bro, to me, like, family is a big piece of, of life, and I don't mean family like just blood, we were talking about it at the dinner table yesterday, like, yo, we've been through a lot together, you know, stuff that I would have not wanted to happen, but as a result of it happening, I felt like it draws closer, because what it did was, alleviated some people like some of the stuff we went through some people like I'm out I'm not interested in that and so then we stayed together and as a result of standing together in that hell it actually created heaven if you will and the second one to me is probably the biggest one liberty man like I wake up every single day and, and this is probably where I have my greatest challenges with humans it's like yo if I can control my own life why would I let somebody else control it you know what I'm saying like for real when people say why you get up at three o'clock in the morning because I literally control my own life. I, I control what neighborhood I live in. I control how much money I want to make. I control me being able to buy a couch and not being able to buy a couch. You know, not having the, like, to me yesterday was the biggest part of buying the couch was willing and dealing. Like, I grew up in a community where you go to whatever they call it, rent -a center I don't even know if that stuff exists no more. I saw but, an ad yesterday. It still so rent -a center oh, yeah. oh, They got a yeah. for And boom. Uh, I'm talking about, and I remember boom. my friends having to get a couch from them, knowing that, and I'm going to say this for real, I, mean, I believe this, that what they spent on that couch in five or six years is probably what I spent oh, on this couch. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. You know course. what I'm saying? I spent the same amount. And you don't own it at the end of that. They don't own the couch. Yeah, turn it back in. You know, so I think liberty is another one. Like, yeah really being able to own your own destiny yeah you know those are the things you know that 
are happening there for me and D, of course, that's a, you know, just another level being able to enjoy it together. Like yeah. we built this together. Yeah. It's not just that you got this and I got yeah. this, but we got married, you know, we was 19 years old. So we kind of built everything, right. you know, together. So and, for me, that's how I see it. Yeah. And I, and Ken, now I think you're mic'd up. I want to talk to you too. But, and, and, and as we think about this discussion, cause I know there's people listening yeah. who are like, okay, I'm with y'all, but like, you know, I was listening to the conversation and I didn't say much yesterday. I was listening to you and Candace, yeah. you know, and here you are top of your profession, yeah. spiritual yeah. life on yeah. 10, yeah. you and your wife in marital bliss. Yeah. You got all of these great things that you probably in your best physical shape yeah. that you've been in yeah. in your life. Right. That's a, another big one, you know, that yeah. determines yeah. our happiness. Like, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but when I'm in great physical yeah. shape, oh, I feel better. Yeah. I'm happier. Yeah. But then there's like this other thing, and not, and not that it's wrong, but you yeah. have something in your life Absolutely. that's beyond your control yeah. that kind of like yeah. shakes you up from time to Absolutely. time, and that can impede your yeah. happiness. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. you could be 110 in all of these areas, yeah. and then it can, you can have this one thing that's jabbing at your side that irritates you. So like your whole body could feel good, but if your foot hurt, yeah. like Carl, you just had a toothache. Oh, right, oh, you're right, right. You just got over yeah. the toothache. Right. It's oh. like you have, let, let's say, 10 components of life, yeah. and you can have one that just ain't doing well, and that can, you know, take away from your happiness. And so I've been on this thing lately where I'm trying to like, especially because of what we went through as a family, where it's like, yo, how can I try to be holistically happy? Yeah. And even in the things I can't control. And, you know, when, when, you know, Carl, you know, you're married now, kids and all of that, you know, it's easy to have these stressors, right? There's things that we oh, no think question. about. And I think fear yeah. does that to us, right? Yeah. The fear of yeah, the unknown, no things like that. Yeah. And so Ken... For you, or fear to know. Yeah, or fear to I'm know. Yeah. Because, as Candace was talking, for me, my fear is, and I shared this with my son and my daughter the other day. My fear is there are times when I see things, Ken, that I say it must be. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like when you're a Lion fan. You know what I'm saying? And you win six in a row, and then your boy Stafford throw an interception, run back. You like, uh oh, yeah. here we go again. And it doesn't mean because he threw it pick sick that we are there again. Right. But because you're used to seeing that. So I think it's the fear too of the known for me when I'm dealing with my kids, I have to be careful because it's like, yo, your grandfather or your father or your whatever, and you doing it. I'm like, uh oh, not just you doing it, but here we go. Okay, here we go again. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's about to happen all over again. So I think sometimes the known gets us in trouble and it's like, yeah, you're seeing it, but just because you're seeing it doesn't mean it's gonna play out the exact same, same way it kind of played out, you know, in years past, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, and no, I agree a thousand percent. And that fear, uh, I think for most people, yeah. right, that, that's the thing that'll that's kill you more. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. Most, and, and professionally, Absolutely. right, as, a, as an entrepreneur, you want to yeah. leave your job. It's like that yeah. fear yeah. that keeps you paralyzed. And so, you know, Ken, for you, what are those fears? You know, first time father, you know what I mean? New, you know, new are home. There fears? Do you feel are there fears? Yeah, are there fears? I mean, yeah, and then, the and then what would happiness look like for you in that situation? Well, I think now that you know that we are expecting a child, like we're like four weeks out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, it's real. so it's becoming more real and more real. That, that you know, means anytime you know, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime. That baby's anytime. coming anytime now. And you know, because we don't carry it as men, we don't carry the baby. Right. So there's this, you know, mm -hmm. connection that. I won't feel until I can see them and yep. touch them. Yep. Mm -hmm. But stuff, but you know, things are playing in my head. Now I'm thinking about my parents. You know, there's things that I'm discovering about them now that I know that we're having a son. And it's just like, wow, that there are qualities in myself that may not be certain positive attributes Absolutely. that I'm seeing and I, that I picked up. And so now I'm like, man, you know, I'm thinking about 
what am I going to pass on to him? What do I not want? You know, I'm, I, so the, the, the fear is that I, I think I heard someone say, my, my mom was like, oh, my mom said the other day, she was like, oh, you know, when he's born, probably for the first couple of years, he's going to really be close with, with, with the mom. About three or four, he's going to start running around chasing after you. You're going to be his hero. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm going to be somebody's hero. <laughs> right. Right. And so like, what do I have to become? Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's the fear that I don't want to let this, I don't want to let this kid down. Hmm. You know, I don't want my, my bad stuff to yeah. rub off on this kid. I don't want to, and I don't want to put, you know, I don't want to, uh, you know, make him feel a certain way because I'm afraid the bad stuff may run off, you know, may yeah. rub off on him. And I start to give him a complex. You, so it's all, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you act it out. So it's a, that's the fear that I don't want to let this kid down. I don't want to be a failure to this kid. I want to be, I truly want to be this kid's hero. You know, um, and what do I have to become? Yeah. You know, that's the fear. Can we talk the flip side, though? What is it like, though? Because I got people listening, and that's definitely that. I want the balance, though. What was it like, that fear? Because I remember you were in an apartment for a while. Your girl wasn't happy. You mm -hmm. still didn't make no moves. You know what I'm saying? She she was gonna happen. I mean, you kind of made some baby moves. You tried. Oh yeah. Success no, Ken, Ken is you our tried. Ken is our conservative yeah. comrade. Yeah, yeah. You tried, yeah, Ken, Ken. yeah, Ken. But you Ken didn't been do about anything. to buy a house for the yeah. last six and a half years. So what happened with the child that made you? You know what I'm saying? What happened with that? that you're in a house now. You yeah. live around the corner yeah. from me. A beautiful oh, yeah. house, yeah. by the way. That me and Ken. Probably Candace. the would be better in your house than it would be in mine. You know what I'm saying? It's about a brand new crib. Yeah. Hey. yeah. He like the he liked to do with the Honda Accord with the 36 inch <laughs> rims <laughs> on it. LED. The couch in that crib. I know I can pay for that. No, the fear is real though. I mean, without giving too much of it, because my wife is super proud. She's super private, but I think, you know, this was a process to get to the house. Like I think the first place when we first met and I'll make it quick, we first met and, you know, we were dating, you know, I, you know, we were shacking up. I mean, it wasn't, you yeah. know what I'm saying? We That's were okay. doing it the right way. That's what yeah, yeah. But you know. The other right way. So we were in a, a My right is wrong. We were in a townhome for a while. And then some stuff started to happen. We had to get out of there. It, 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 we say, you know, it was God pushed us out because we were too afraid to step out. So he made it uncomfortable mm. for us. Mm. And we, we, we left. So when we came into our new spot, the a new apartment, we were like, we only, I was like, we're going to be here for a year. And, uh, and I was like, for real about that. A year passed. We were in year two. Some stuff started to happen. That's a podcast. Yeah, That's a podcast. A year passed. A year passed. Yeah. Year two. Some yeah. stuff started to happen up under us that made it uncomfortable for us. So we were like, and this was the fear, our financial situation didn't look like it did before. We were actually in a better spot when we were living with less. And we had to step out when we had more. No, no, we, I'm sorry, we were, we were living with less rent, we had more. Wow. We had to step out with less. And that's what made it, it was crazy. And it didn't change. But we had to get past that, the fear of like, okay, well, we just be in financial ruin and be homeless. And that was just, it took a little while. And yeah. then we said, we got to make this move. It's uncomfortable yeah. now for us. And we didn't wait as long before. So it went from like the first time, the, the, the uncomfortable situation was probably like five, six, seven years. Wow. It went to two. Wow. Another podcast. No, no, literally. Yeah. Cause not to be yeah. funny, but I remember when y'all had the first spot y'all were going to close on. I think we had just had Jordan. It was around there. And not to put Ken out there, but I had Jordan, 
moved twice, had Jesse and Ken, and then we're still talking about, yeah, yeah. we moving and we thinking yeah. about we moving. Yeah. We used to talk about it, so yeah. I ain't putting Ken out. But we used to talk about it a lot. Which kid. is funny because Carl, you used to oh, be no, no. And to no, me he broke up. Yeah. <laughs> two avatars. Hanging around with a, a, a gorilla and a flamingo. Yeah. It broke Carl. Yeah. Carl started yeah. making all kind of moves. Yeah, I'm just saying to Ken's point, there are yeah. other people listening that are that stuck. are right there, Ken. Yeah. That are yeah. um, a year from now I'm going to and it'll turn into five years. Oh, yeah, yeah, so continue, Ken. Yeah, so I mean the the six, seven years turned to two when we made the movie. We made the movie in two. But we still had that the uncomfortable situation and we attacked it earlier and then we said let's do this let's just do it and so now we're in this house you know and it's always uncomfortable situations but i think and i'd be real well, i have like, to have a baby though to, no no to and it was even if i'm yeah. listening yeah, yeah you got another one left in you <laughs> 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 it's not like i need one to get to that next level you got one yeah, left that couch into the right house <laughs> yeah. one little yeah. mini preacher yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but the fear, I mean, <laughs> the, the, I think a lot of the fear comes from uh, not having the faith in yourself to produce something. Mm. And I think that's, that's, that's big. Truly, that's what that's it is. Big. You know, you, what do you mean, not believing yeah, in your skill big. set or right. not believing that you're going like, like you're adequate enough to well, be able to provide on a high set, level? Skill set, adequacy, and, and the ability to create like money. And yeah, it's, it comes, and so you're yeah. like, all right, well, I have the skill set, you know, I have the adequacy at it, but can you know? So it's just, it's it's a lot of. I feel like a lot of those decisions or non decisions come from the fact I feel like can you, because you have to step out and it may not be anything there. Yeah. And yeah. do you have the ability to create? That's something so crazy. When it's nothing. Man. That's there. so deep. And you know what's so why it's so deep, Ken? Because, you know, you see cats who win on a high level. And a lot of times it's not because they any better than anybody else. Hell. They just don't have that. Yeah. You know what I'm it's saying? Like they just they audacious enough to be like, yo, I'm about yeah. to start a company. I'm about to, yeah. and they just blow up. And that's why me and E always look at each other. When we get to some of these companies and we look like, whoa, you a millionaire? Like, my, you're not that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they got that thing yeah. where they're able to step out. And I think that's deep that you said you have that fear. And I think as men, we don't often talk about ever really feeling inadequate right, right, or right, like, right. am I capable of this right. or am I capable of that? Right. That's a real fear. Like, yo, am I going to be able to earn a certain amount of money, you know, for this much time? Is it going to fall off? Yeah. Is it going, you know, is it going to yeah. come to an end? I remember, you know, we told the story before, but even when we started popping, he was like, see, how long, how long you think this going? Yeah, because DDA hit me up. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> wanted to know. DDA yeah, D was up. like, yo, was how long like, y'all okay, think y'all going to be? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let me call C and ask. I don't know. I'm saying this was, <laughs> what, eight, nine years ago. Yeah, eight, yeah eight, absolutely. Yeah, so that you called me and you were like, yo, how long? And I don't know if it was feelings of inadequacy no, or anything. Not on my it was just, part. I just, yeah. my wife really wanted to know and I wanted to, I love her. <laughs> I wanted to give her an answer. And I figured like, hey, if it, between C and I, because, <laughs> I'm just saying C because I had been doing it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had been speaking before and only stopped because of school. You know what I'm saying? So when she asked me, I was like, oh, okay. But I know what Didi was asking me. Didi wasn't asking me, can we make money? Because I had been making decent money. Didi was asking, can we do it on a high level? For a long period of time, I was like, okay, well, I don't. And know And this that was part. back when he was getting paid thirty-five hundred five grand speech. Yeah, yep, <laughs> ain't real. that crazy? It is. Just think about it. Like yep. she was like, are we gonna be able to do this? Yeah. For five grand. Yeah. You know what for, I'm saying? For 10, 20 years. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, but but I I want to stay on what on yeah, what Ken is on yeah. because I think there's people out there that have that same fear, men and women, um, of inadequacy and things of that nature. So is it something that 
you challenging yourself to work through still or how were you able to, you know what I'm saying? Like, where are you at yeah, with that, that now? How did that and start? How do, yeah, and how do yeah. you, you know, work past those fears? Because in life, that's we all have a desire to, even though E says I'm a control freak, I think we all... <laughs> want to know what's around the corner. No questions right? asked. Like we, we want to know that, you know, we got this no thing questions. planned out and it's going to be okay. And somewhere in our minds, not having control leads to fear yeah. and then fear leads to paralysis. Uh, and so then we end up not doing anything and stuck. we end up stuck, right? And so what, where are you with it now? Well, like I, I always, sometimes I'll, when I'm just by myself and I'm thinking, I'm like, man, I wish I can go back to my 20s with some of the stuff. You hear this before. I wish I can go back with some stuff I know now, but... Mm -hmm. Like, because now some of the paralysis, it, it, it's because I'm like, I have, I don't have much time to make too many mistakes. That's what I feel mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. And so it, sometimes you just be like, I'm not doing anything, mm. which is not good. But it's like, I, I, because I don't have you'd much Because you'd rather not do anything than do something so. and make it, a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah. and I don't have to, you know, big mistakes yeah, yeah, yeah. that could cost, because now it's like big Your responsibilities. Wife. Right. Yeah, 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 of course. It's, a, it's big responsibilities. So it's like, all right, well... How do you become more strategic? Think about it, you know, but not take too long. And that's, you know, you always get on, on me about taking too long to do some things. Yeah. You know, some of that is just perfectionism yeah. and just being yeah, no the, the craft. But yeah. it's still like, okay, what's the right decision? And I don't have, it's like a time thing. I don't have enough time to make too many mistakes, big mistakes mm -hmm. that could mm -hmm. cost me time. Right. Like, you know, um, and so sometimes I'm like, well, I wish I can go back to my 20s and just make those big mistakes. And then, because it's crazy when you see people, you know, your age, and they're just like doing big things. You're like, man, but you know, they have. Yeah, but the crazy thing. part it's about so it though, Ken, is like, who said that mistakes were bad? Like, you know what I'm saying? In, the, in, the, in that particular sense, like, it was funny. We were society, at, we, when we were at the event last night, dude came up to me and was like, yo, y'all done built a multi million dollar company, da da da. What, what was your degree in? I was like, family community <laughs> services. Right. He was like, you're a fantastic <laughs> businessman. How did you learn all this? I told him, man, uh, trial and error. Yeah. It's called trial yeah. and error. Yeah. Like, there's going, like in, in this grand scheme of, no, you wouldn't expect to do anything right on the very first time, right? Like, I, I, the other day I gave, I was doing a podcast and I gave an example of like, if you go to a corn maze, right? Like, you start off the corn maze like, it's designed to like trap you, start, you run into a wall, you come back, you learn, nope, that ain't the way that, you know what I'm saying? So like, imagine going through a corn maze and being frustrated that you didn't just walk straight through that joke on the first one. Like, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, but, I think but the expectation for life is, you're gonna walk straight through the corn maze right. first time, and as soon as you hit a wall, you're like, oh my God. But I think more than hit a wall, I think, and this is just my personal experience, Ken, I think that society, especially when you're younger and adults, who are fearful are are training kids. Right, right. You got grown people who fearful. Yeah. And they teaching me. So for me, Ken, when I didn't do well on the spelling test, it wasn't a start all over again. It was a, an embarrassment. Like the way she made me feel that I didn't know how to spell that word. You know what I'm saying? And just in general in life, I'm just gonna be real. I tease people at my church, you know what I'm saying, who are intelligent people and who don't mean nothing by it. But like when you get something wrong, they will, you know what I'm saying, even as adults, you don't know that word, you're not spell that word. I'm yeah. like, well, yeah. nation, the T-I-O-N, I don't know when that says shun. So forgive me that, you know what I'm saying, I, I didn't pick that up -A -S as a kid. N-A-S-H-U-N. I'm just saying I didn't pick that up <laughs> as a kid. But they will, they, so I yeah. think when you're younger and you make error, yep. you're dealing with grown people right, who right, make you feel right. stupid 
because you didn't get it and didn't say, oh, E, you didn't get it? Oh, sometimes it's inconsistent. Like, yeah. I'm for real. When I teach kids the English language, I say, you're not the one that's crazy. It's a lot of inconsistencies. Right, You right. feel me? But when you're young and you don't get nation right, somebody's like, bro, you don't get nation. And, and this is how I learned. One of my homies, I won't say the name, not that they probably care, but they, they were older and were switching schools because mom was a heroin addict and a prostitute. So they had to switch schools. So they're an adult now and they spell their T-H-A-I-R. And when I first started helping him with the GED, I was like, oh, bro, congratulations. I, I actually pubbed him up like, oh, I get why you put this. <laughs> right. I didn't even make 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. air is A-I-R. And so you just put a T-H with that boy. Oh, no yeah, doubt. Make a whole bunch of sense. There. You know what I'm saying? It's there. <laughs> and then so he was like, okay, got it. And but it was two other ones. He's like, okay, what's the other two? And I'm like, well, we just got there, there, there. That's, that's But what I'm just saying, Ken, is I did make him feel stupid like, there? Where right, would you right, get right, that right. from? Well, I know where you would get it from. Yeah. But unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. Some words are sight words and you only learn them by seeing them. And then some are phonetic that you sound them out. So I just think, Kim, when we're growing up, we get bashed. And they don't mean any harm, but they, they, they're where you are. They wishing they 20s or they wishing they. So now they're teaching us out of fear. And I'm saying I'm guilty as a father of doing it, of saying, yo, I'm teaching you. Some of the stuff I'm teaching you is cool, but some of the stuff I'm teaching you is fear. And it's legitimate fear because when you look at the generations, if you do what they did, this might, this might, when C talking about the pursuit of happening, well, you can't get to it doing this. But instead of just saying, yo, you made a mistake, it's okay that you made a mistake. Right. Let's talk about the past, but let's not talk about it in fear. Right, right. Let's not talk about it like the boogeyman. Let's just talk about, hey guys, these are some of the things that have happened in the past. You may make some of the same errors. If you do, you can get back up and start again, but we don't do that. I'm sorry, guys. I have not always done that. Yeah. I get fearful, yeah. and now I'm talking to you based on my fear because I don't want you to get hurt. Right. But then you can end up actually getting hurt. Why? Yeah. Because you are not doing it with a real clear understanding. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I think it's this weird dichotomy now that I'm even thinking about you know, that, because Ken, you're talking about, you know, you're having a son and passing things on to him and things of that nature. But how do you um, not accept failure, but but let them know that failure is okay and all of those things while simultaneously building confidence? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm, I'm, you, you're failing, yeah. and I'm telling you that's cool, but I want you to be confident in what you do the next time. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's we this weird, that. yeah, it's this yeah, weird yeah, thing. And I think, yeah. you know, we, we've had this conversation on the podcast before, Carl, but just like, Yo, I'm, I'm now I'm trying not to overcorrect Trey. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. like you yeah. spill some milk. I'm like, I'm not about to just yeah. jump on your head because I don't want you gun shy. Yeah. I want you to go on offense. I want you to believe, yeah. you know, and have that confidence and be able to explore those things. So when you talk about the fear component, Ken, is that something that you is? I'm, I'm guessing when you say you're worried about mm-hmm. passing some of those things along, is that something that you've worried about when you? No, actually, it's the opposite. What he said about being critical mm-hmm. when somebody mess up. There's the opposite end where you give excessive praise. Mm. Like, you know, yeah, and course, I think that's yeah. dangerous too because yeah. you know it sucks, but you like, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah you your participation like, trope. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm Everybody get the participation trope. It's excessive it's praise. Uh, and you come out here and then it's like when you get hit, then it's just yeah, like, that's not the real and I world. think I'm on that spectrum. I didn't get excessive praise, but it was like, you know, you grow up, and I'm not going to go too deep with the but you grow up. We got, we got 90 minute podcast, bro. Take your time. You know, it, it, you grow up, and, and to my dark-skinned brothers out there, you know, 
he grew up in a time where light skin was in. Yeah. I just say, you know, spill it. We, he still, you know, spill <laughs> it. I don't know. See the film. Where did he go out? What did he touch? You know what I'm saying? I didn't get the memo. <laughs> Tyrese with the Pepsi commercial. Uh, Tyrese, have you seen Tyrese lately? Tyrese switched it back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Drake brought us back. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. You know what I'm saying? Myself. So you know when you say, "Oh, I'm dark," and you get like this, where you gotta be. Yeah. You're, you're this, you're this, you're that, you're that. And then just growing up. Well, what do you mean by that, though? Seriously, I don't know. All right, like, so, well, oh, I know exactly what you're talking you about. Know, when you, but Ken, like my age, my dad used to say, like, he was real dark coming up. Weird, bro. No, I'm it saying my dad is dark skinned. He yeah. said when he came up, it was, everybody would call you like too black and all this. And he said, James Brown, I'm black and I'm proud came out. He was like, I was the man <laughs> that block. But, I, but I'm saying, Ken, you're not even, oh, first yeah. of all. But I'm saying, still, situational Ken, that those songs can bring. Uh, some sense of relief, but there's still this undertone. You know but what I'm saying? saying? I want to know what it is for Ken, because Ken, like oh, I said, he's my age. Yeah. You're a little old. No, it's the same though. <laughs> so it's the exact same. It's, it's, not it's, it's, with the dark thing, but I grew up in a family where yeah. my father's dark, but my aunt and my uncle was light, but then my other aunt was dark. So I, I remember hearing stuff where some, the lighter ones got yeah. this treatment up here. Yeah. It just kind of kept going. So Talk it was, to yeah, people. no, they created a, so they're like, we're going to attack this before you go to school. And especially because my sister don't even, she's like super light. Right. So it's like, we're going to attack, and she was five years under me, but so we're going to attack this for you. When you go to school, you hear stuff, we about to build it up in you. So that was a positive thing, but I think other things like when you do something that was good, like it was good, but then sometimes you may get excessive praise for it. Or you do something and you get, so it's praise, 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 praise. I mean, granted, my parents weren't just excessively praising yeah, me. Yeah, like I got you. You said you, you got to the world. You get, yeah. But you, yeah. you know, and you get, you do certain things and, and you get to and, and high school, college. And I called college. Ken talking about the video. He's like, hold up. This is not. And it's real because you're like, oh, oh yeah, no. I know. I, I, I apologize, Ken. I've turned a new leaf. You know what I'm I've turned a new leaf. I don't come to staff meetings anymore. I'm just throwing this piece. I called Josh last week and we was talking about the whole Black Friday. I'm like, Josh, I want to do something crazy for Black Friday. Yeah. For the whole breathing versus that. Josh was like, dude. And he said it in a real casual way. But he's like, I'm where I am because I take big risks. And it hit me like, oh, he's like, I'm willing to bet the house the on house it, Carl. I'm yeah, going yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, bet yeah. the house. But just know that it could fail. I'm not scaring you. But if it fails, we just got to come up with something else. Like, yeah, start thinking of the course. next thing yeah. quick. But he's like, I'm willing to bet the house. And I'm like, yo, that's not, that's not me. I, I yeah, know that yeah, ain't yeah, kids. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. being exposed to that, yeah. I think, is the yeah. major thing now that's helping me like, be able to balance with a yeah, Jordan absolutely. and see that kind of stuff. And yeah. it goes back to, can you get it back? Right. Right. You, you're not, you, you know you can get it back. Like with... um. But I think, uh, like I was saying, with, with, the, with the excessive you know, praise or whatever, but um, that, that, that can be dangerous. But you asked a certain, you asked a question, see, how do I, I forget the question you asked. Yeah, well, you just, he was yeah, just asking that, you feel like you're going to pass that fear on. Well, yeah, yeah, like, what, 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 yeah, what do you work, and can you switch it? You right. know, can you, is it too late to make a change? Uh, is it, you know, and how do you actively try to correct that? Because we're all trying to get better, right? Like we go to the gym, we're trying yeah. to get better. You start being vegan because you want to be healthier. You, you know what I'm saying? I like, want to be but certain things. <laughs> you want Diddy to be healthier. After, that's what I want. After y'all ran down, <laughs> made me run to Grand Lux last yeah. night, yeah, driving yeah. around. Yeah, so y'all can get. Did you get the salmon? Yeah. A sixty. I did get the salmon. How yeah, no, no. I, I got the salmon from Cheesecake Factory, but my, my wife, wife and and, and Diddy decided God, that they wanted. Child. We went. This, this, you talk about spoiled. This yeah. side note, can't stay where you are. These jokers went to Cheesecake Factory for dinner, but wanted Grand Lux dessert. Desserts. Oh, no doubt. So we had to discourage them. We talked about yeah. happiness. Why not? So, no, absolutely. That's what I told my wife. But that balance, and we'll talk about this in the next podcast. 
But I'm telling you, when you go, Ken, when you, again, control, and you got to be careful with the control piece. But a part of the vegan boy was to control. Mm. It, but you got to find that balance. So the, so the control is, mm. yo, I know what the research says. If we can pull it over, not necessarily even strict, strict, strict vegan, but we got to get rid of some stuff to kind of, you know, whatever. And then when you got your girl seeing you going vegan, and she's like, I want chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> it's like, bro, it can hit. Like, yo, I done made all these sacrifices. And then there are times where you want to go. Now, she ain't even necessarily go back, all the way back. But there are times when she wants to, you know, indulge, if you will. And it's just like, yo, I'm trying to. But it's like, E, you can't do it. And you can't do her health to the point where it becomes a burden. And it ain't fun no yeah. more. But, yeah. I, but I'm being real. I go 30 straight days, whatever. And then it's like, okay, I'm about to go grab. And, it, and it's the Eve boy. It ain't never just, let me go grab. It's the Eve boy. Like, go and get a piece. I'm going right, to eat this fruit. Right, right. I'm going to need yeah, you to yeah. eat a piece of this fruit. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, real. to see point, literally. And I wasn't tripping. I actually said it because Didi don't like cheesecake. So, Candace was like, I prefer to have the butter the butter cake boy, but I'll <laughs> right. eat cheesecake. And I saw that look in Didi's eye like, the pecan, hot, warm, chocolate chip. And I was like, yo, why don't we do this? Don't worry about it. Let's just go over there. So it's still even a balance for me because a part of me don't want to say, yeah. let's go to cheese. I mean, Grand Lux and get you no chocolate chip cookie when yeah. we're not trying to eat that. But another part of me is what C is saying. Yeah, you want the future to be better in terms of her health, but mm -hmm. also the pursuit of happiness. Balancing the happiness it, now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because it ain't worth, it may not yeah. be worth destroying happiness yeah, just to, you to know, eat right yeah you know? i mean and we had that conversation yeah. before you know what i'm saying and, and we'll get back to it but i want to let ken finish but and then e i want to ask you because you got grown children but so you understand the question yeah, now and not to pass on that fear yeah yeah, yeah. Like, or, or fear or, or whatever those yeah. negative traits yeah. you perceive to be and now you got me questioning myself like because i always like you know i named my son after me i'm i'm hoping he just you know, continue to take it to that next level. Yeah. No, I got think I got no, I'm definitely. What I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping that he grows so, up confident. I, like I did the opposite. I didn't yeah. name my son after me because I wanted to go somewhere that I couldn't. I, that I couldn't go. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Keep going. I mean, to yeah. no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I'm, that's um, it. I'm, I just I'm, think I can't do it with words alone. Like I can't just tell him. Like he, you know, uh, we do a class, a, a birthing class. We've been doing it for a couple months, and and the, the uh, midwife said children are master mimickers. And so it's like, you got to do it. He has to see me doing it. And, and, and they're smart. So and I didn't realize how smart kids were until, you know, everybody around us got kids. Oh, yeah. just, just hearing the conversation. So it's like, okay, you know, they, they, they have to see me doing it and with words and explaining things and talking. But he can't, I can't tell him not to do this. And then he's seeing daddy and do that, what I told him not to do. And it's just going to be a constant, you know, calibration and just self, you know, assessments. And being honest with myself, my wife and I being honest with each other, you know, it's it's a new phase. So I realized, man, it's like it's it's constant every day. I'm like, oh, it's a new phase. Yeah. It's about to, no. And it continues to be a phase. It's like, oh, newborn, infant, toddler, oh yeah, this, teenager, yeah, it's like it's just on. constantly in new phases. And we so, learn, we learning every day, bro. It's, it's something new. E, when you look at your own kids and their ability to make decisions the confidence level and things of that nature. Hmm. Is there anything that you would go back as a parent and change and say, man, I should have been more of this for Jalen. I should have been less of this for Jalen. I should have been more of this for Jada, whatever. Is there something that you would say, yo, I would go back and change this in order to try and instill more of this? You know what I mean? You know what I, I, what I would say, see, I, I would say, uh, and this is something that I'm doing, I think, now, studying this millennial generation, I think what I would do 
uh, is be a little more cautious of the environment and what is needed for the environment. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I mean, just case in point, I work, you know, a lot of D1 programs. And I have noticed that there are some coaches who have kept their exact same coaching style that had maybe in the 90s and mm-hmm. the early 2000s were very successful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then I've noticed that perhaps that same style with a newer generation of kids may not necessarily be as, you know, beneficial if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the thing that I would have done different. I felt like a lot of how I was raised, Ken, a lot of what I knew to be a reality is what I based it on, you know. But as they got older, and what I mean by that is, and I say this, and people sometimes hear it in a derogatory way, and I don't know how to resolve it, Ken, because I didn't grow up in this generation. But it's a very soft generation in terms of you do have to almost overpraise for those of us who come from a different generation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like overpraise. You know, it's like you can't tell them the truth without it hurting their feelings. But this is what I had to learn. Even though you didn't grow up like that, you grew up in way more of an industrial type of revolution. You know, you grew up in a time where, you know, uh, people were, you know, they weren't using, not that we weren't using our brain, but not in the same way kids are using it. They don't use their hands in the way that we did back then. And so in that environment, it was, a, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do that. And I find myself telling my daughter, you know, like how I grew up, but it's like, yo, she not growing up in the city. I mean, I'm just being real. She's not growing up in an urban community. So the cues that I'm giving her would be great if you was growing up on 8 Mile and Braille. But she growing up, she at Michigan State University, she probably, you know, whatever. And so I think the thing that I would probably do different is just learn them more. And as Jalen got older, I started having him read the five love languages for teenagers and trying to find out what his love language is, the new assessments we took, mm-hmm. and trying to parents see from their strengths or weaknesses as opposed to this you know philosophical you know what i'm saying this is what you're supposed to do but uh, i think the thing that i'm doing i want to say this to every parent that's out there i think what i'm doing different than what i saw done before is being willing to change as i'm as i'm older because i kind of grew up in a situation that however my parents were that's pretty much how they were my mom wasn't about to be on no son this is not working between the two of us let me hear more of what you had to say. It yeah. was more of her forcing her will on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And saying, no, bump that. I know what the real world. And, and here's what I can say. My world probably looked more like my mom's world. And the spooky thing about raising these kids, my kids' world don't necessarily look like my world. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense, Ken? Yes. My world and my mom's world, they weren't real far apart. Mm-hmm. And so the stuff that she was giving me was definitely helping me to grind and do what I'm doing. Whereas Jalen's world is a big... Like, they, do you understand? They don't have to go to work. Like, they no longer have to go to a physical building yeah. from 9 to 5. They no longer have to be subjected to a salary. Do you understand that these kids can come up with an app and make millions and millions of dollars? They're now connected to the world via social media. Mm-hmm. They can date long distance. Me and Didi were away from each other for a summer, and you would have thought it was the end of the world. All we had was a payphone with 50 other people standing at the payphone waiting to use it. They have their own personal phone that they can see each other. Like, you can physically right, right. see this person on the other end. And so the, the world that they're in, I know nothing about. 
But wow. I'm trying to prepare them for this world yeah. that I know. There's so, some universal truths, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, and, that, I, and, and, I, and that's the part I wouldn't change. You know, um, you talk about it, Ken. I don't feel bad about putting it on my son. And here, this is what I, I don't know if I've ever shared this before. If my son could live in my home forever, I wouldn't have raised him the way I raised him, Ken. I raised Jalen the way I raised him because I knew he's only going to be with me 18 and I can create a world for him that would be a lap of luxury for 18 years. But then when he got to the real world and the way they would treat him, I knew that E, you're going to have to sacrifice. Man, that's stuff I would do to Jalen and Jalen would be looking at me like, I can't believe you. He would have actually even grew up thinking, I can't believe this. You don't, you must not love me. You got something against, I never forget, he told me one time, you must got something against me. And I was like, nope. And I'll take this lick, but you're going to be out of my house from 18 or however long you live. And when you get in the real world, so when C calls and says, man, I can't believe Jalen went to the grocery store. was like Jalen went to the grocery store and he knew to get the right fruit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't come back with, with damaged fruit or he didn't come back with the car on E. He brought the car back full of gas or mm -hmm. he cooks or he take care of the kid. So for me, it's like I might have had to sacrifice Ken on the front end, but on the back end, I know I raised a man, right? And that's hard because sometimes in this society, you can't do both. You can't be, like you said, overpraising them because then when they go out there, they're going to look for it. Or you can't be too hard. Whereas when they get out there, they got this, you know what I'm saying? They got this wall up. So the universal principles wouldn't have changed. See, I felt the same way about my father who raised me. My mama felt they was a little too hard with like the, um, what do you call it? Street lights coming on and all of the curfews. But what my mother showed me was even you an entrepreneur, it's still a curfew. Like you still can't get up and go to bed whenever you want. So no, see, but I will say this. I just want to say this to parents in my generation. You grew up watching your parents not change, be willing to change. Mm -hmm. And man, the stuff I'm saying to Jalen, I don't know if you listen to podcasts, so I want to give away my secrets. Um, but I'm actually, I had, I called Candace and was like, yo, Candace, I'm having a situation that we can't get by. And please hear what I'm telling y'all. I didn't call five Candaces. I called one Candace. She gave me some information and I didn't want all of it. And so I'm saying this, Kim, because there are people who listen to me that they're going to get counsel. And if they don't get hear what they want to hear, right. then they're going to go to the next person. I'm going to get counsel until I hear what I was going to tell myself. And I'm saying I didn't yeah. do that. I went to, I said, who, choose who you think is going to be able to be, um, what is the word? Objective. Choose that person. And then she said some stuff to me that I didn't really want to hear. But I made up in my mind, this is who I'm going to listen to, and I'm going to move forward. I'm just saying this. My father who raised me would have never gone to Candace right. and asked Candace what she think about. And no disrespect, I'm not saying he should have. But he's not going to ask what you think about how I'm raising oh, my man, child. Man, it just is how I'm going to raise my yeah. child. And, and I know it. But for me, I'm, I'm, listen to me, parents. I just asked Candace because I wanted to see, am I not? And what I heard from Candace was, and I, don't, I didn't hear it in a negative way. I just heard, you want to control your life. And I do. I do. Right. Against anybody. Like, I want to, like, if anybody is a control freak, like I said, my control freak, I tease Didi and CJ because they're, when I call them control freaks, I just mean they're, they're going to control you too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that because I, I it, need it. Works it. Yeah, it works it out. It works out. Me. Didi yeah. said the other day, you're a great flamingo, but you got meat gorilla in your marriage. You got sea gorilla. You need these gorillas. And I do. But I'm saying, Ken, I realized talking to Candace yesterday, 
that you have to be careful because even for me, the challenge is not with my son or my daughter. The challenge is, yo, I just want to control my life, bro. I don't want nobody. When I build something, I don't want nobody to be able to come and tear it down. Nobody. And so some of the stuff I might have done with my son and my daughter, I even did it with C. But C, whoever he was at that age, was like, all right, E, I'm willing to compromise. So what Candace taught me yesterday was like, yo, when you have children, it's just some stuff that's going to be out of your control. You let them borrow your car, they 19, 18, 19, it may not come back the way you are used to having it. But you take that risk and you got kids. And, and, and when Candace was talking, she didn't know it. But what I saw was I totaled my mom's car when I was, when I was 18 years, 17, 18 years old. She let me borrow her Escort. And I was away from home at that time. I was homeless. I wasn't at home. And my mom was like, yo, I'm scared. You all, I would lease like a car that you could sleep in the car. You can get around. And I totaled that joint, Ken. And I'll never forget hearing Candace. It brought it back. I jumped out that joker when I got in an accident and ran. I don't know where I was running to, but I ran. I ran. Uh, did you hit somebody or did I you I hit somebody. Oh. I, I, either I hit, no. I dodged her. A hit I hit run. the curve. A <laughs> hit and run. I hit the curve. But a little and run. And I did. And I ran. And I literally ran seeing the police. Of course, I'm not thinking. They backtracked it, whatever. My mom called me. And so as I'm listening to Candace, I'm like, yo, how did your mom feel? You tore up her car. You know what I'm saying? That was her car. And my mom takes care of her stuff. And I told it. And so with my kids, praise God, I did name them after me, Carl, so they have not done as bad as I've done. You know what I'm saying? Jalen might have got some tickets on campus, but he never totaled my vehicle. Jada has never totaled my vehicle. She might have got a flat tire, but I'm just saying, Ken, I'm growing as a parent, and so I just want you to know what you're afraid of now, even when you get to my age, you still. And then I'm going to have to have grandkids and my right. we're fight. And that's what I want to get back to. Yeah. The happiness thing. Yeah. Because, yo, like I said, you could be great marriage, kids, yeah. financial Some situation on, I'm talking about 10, you got million dollar stash, and you're overweight, and it's killing your happiness. Yeah. Or you could be in shape, six pack, the whole yeah. nine, kids doing great, straight A's, they at Harvard, crushing the game. And you and your wife beefing. Yeah. Hmm. Like, how do you get that? Like, it's so many components to life that it's like when one thing going good, another thing happened and go bad. You know what I mean? And I and you guys know I got a lot of emotions just because of it's been a hard two yeah. weeks. This has been the hardest two weeks of my adult life, especially as a husband, right? And like we've the, been at the height of our yeah, yeah, of course, the height of some right, stuff. exactly. And, and, and stuff come. Yo, and I had, I mean, you got so many plans, and then boom, you get hit with it. And it's like, yo, everything is good. And now you interject this foolishness and it like it brings down your average. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, yeah. you throw one failing grade in there, you ain't you might not be at a 10. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Because you didn't get like a six. You got like a, 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 a two. one or two. Yeah. Right. And that brings down your curve of your whole happiness. And I think if people looked at their lives, right, like people who, you know, have that anxiety and depression or, you know, things like that, usually it's not everything in your life going wrong. It's what you've chose to give that energy to in those one or two areas where you're like, yo, this is crazy. And so, E, you might have been going through it for some days off of maybe you and Jalen having a conversation or something you didn't like he was doing. But like I said, you got all these other things that are going well in your life. And I'm saying, how do we get that 
that genuine holistic happiness well, well, when you have areas that are struggling yeah, like Candace that. Candace said it yesterday. Candace said, I don't know if I want to use the word pencil or pen in, but almost like, yo, you know what's going to happen. And your problem is not what happened. Your problem is these expectations that you've set up that everything is going to be mm. whatever. And then she said, here's the crazy part. If in fact, your life is going the way you think it should go, all these dreams and goals you have, that thing that you're looking at that's negative is actually going to take your thing right. to the next level. Right. So you look at us. There are some major challenges that we faced that really see, if it wasn't for those challenges, me and you wouldn't be sitting here. If it weren't for those challenges, somebody else would be president of this. Yeah. I'm just being realistic. Yeah. There are some actual situations mm. that if those... Yeah, but you can connect those dots looking back. But at the time, oh. we wasn't running around saying hallelujah because of it. But, but I will say this. There are things that I've said hallelujah about because I didn't let the situation overwhelm me. So most of the stuff in my... Like with DDMS, I never let that do it. No, I know. And you know why, though? Listen, what Candace said yesterday, because when Didi got sick and I was able to calculate everything, I saw in my mind, oh, I can control you this. You still knew the steps I can, to get back. I'm good. I know she's sick, but I can't. Whereas some of the stuff that happened with the company and just being real, why I think I, and I'm past it now, and I, I think I'll do much better as a parent, but there are times when I felt like, yo, my kids have the potential to do some stuff and I can't control it because they grown and they like don't talk like we had that type of relationship where they're a lot like their parents like they are entrepreneurial in mindset none of my kids are really more to we're gonna follow passive support they're not into that mm -hmm. they like they're gonna do their own thing so when I'm talking to them I think listen to Candace yesterday the fear was oh he gonna do whatever he want to do and she gonna do whatever she <laughs> want to do. Where did that come from? You feel me? Where did that come so from? So what was this 18 years of parenting for? You feel <laughs> right? what I'm, saying? I'm just saying, like, you gonna do what you gonna do, you gonna do what you gonna do, yeah. and this might affect all of what I've worked I want to give y'all the visual. He's yeah. drawing plays on the board oh, no here. Yeah, y'all can't see yeah, it, yeah. but he's got I'm the little sure whiteboard. Got, yeah. He's actually drawing plays. Didi, me, happiness. <laughs> and then I got, and here's the deal. Normally yeah. when, it, when you talk about the, our happiness, yeah. it's this force field. Yeah. But now you have people who are inside, inside of that force field. Uh -huh. How did they get in there? How did they get in? You feel me? And then even when you think about in. us, oh. I think the danger is, you, you know, got more people yeah, in. More people in. So with me, you, CJ, and so we were able to control all this, geeked up, number one, and then you add more people, and now whatever yeah. their personalities or whatever their challenge is right. affects this right here. Yeah. You Which, and and that's, that's what I'm asking you, us. and I think that's the thing is you have so many things that yeah. can affect your happiness. Yeah. Carl, you got to elaborate on this because... I know, you, you know, you, you're in that same boat of you got so much going on. Like, yo, you got business. You got all of these components of life. And then you and one of niece, them bound to be going wrong. Yeah, you drop a niece in there, <laughs> yeah, you a, drop a a niece niece in there that you're trying to help. Yeah, you're right. Next yeah, grand for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I'm and, and that's yeah. real. And I'm saying it like the whole it changed the whole create. dynamics of everything. Yeah. And then so then what happens is, too, you start dwelling on that one thing that's really pissing you off. And now it starts to bleed over into all these other areas. And then you, oh, before you look up, you're like, yo, I'm not happy. Bruh, that's, that's so crazy. I'm just saying this week, so I'll, I'll give you insight. So he just mentioned my niece. So I ain't going to call the school out, but uh, you want to call gazelle donkey of the week, yeah. whatever you want to call it. I'm just like, bruh, we send them a check every month. We're on a payment plan for the month. And somehow they can't figure out the system after one, a year and a half. 
how she, how her payments are coming. Every month, the same day, within the 15th to the 18th, right after yeah. they get paid, they get a check. Yeah. And she got a, a, her account on hold. I, I'm, I'm going to where you're saying. So I'm in the middle of, we got Black Friday. We're trying to come up with some Breeze University stuff, planning. Yep. We got yep. a conference in LA. And she sends me a text like, yo, my account on hold. I can't get my classes. And if I don't get my classes, I can't, I might miss out. Like, this is going into her final no semester. She had a community college. It's a two-year joint. And if I don't get mm -hmm. the right class, and I could be turned into two and a half years. Now I'm like, yo, what is going on? So it's something that I got to stop and deal with. But I think the the only thing that works. So I heard I heard um, a podcast. I was listening to Sean's podcast. Okay. okay. And Sean T was on Sean's podcast. Just so mm, y'all ain't confused. Mm, yeah, yeah. And Sean T said, "Yo, you gotta realize." And he was talking about the planets. He's like, one of the things that worked for me. And I'm. It's, it's funny that you're talking about this. He's like, "Yo, I got to the point where I realized." And I'm paraphrasing what he said. But you're like the sun in your universe. Yep. You are literally like the sun. The sun has to be that. The sun has to come up every day for this universe to work. Yep. All right? So I think that's the one thing, see, that pulls me back. Like, yo, I have to be the sun of my universe. Yep. If E wakes up one day and he's not E, like, our whole universe crushes yep. to some, some regard. So yeah. to, to the, yeah. long, the, the long, the short version of it, sir, is that if I don't get to where I need to, like, okay, I could go on a funk when I get the bill or this or that, but if I don't get back to what I need to fast... Oh, this whole thing could come crumbling down real quick. So that's what works for me. Like, I got to be realistic. Like, dude, you have to be. I got my, my wife's not working. She's at home. She's taking care of the kids. Um, we got the company going on. We got stuff at the church going on. It's a lot happening. But I cannot honestly afford. I, I'm human. A day, two, a week, maybe. I just said, we came back from LA. I promise y'all. I saw the clouds in Michigan. They, right. I took a hit. I'm, right. I'm being real. Yeah. Like, this week, I'm just kind of like, yo, I don't even feel it. Mm -hmm. But I know I can only go so long. Like, I have to be around something to get me yeah. out. And I'm yeah. saying, yeah. to those that may not have it, that's the advantage of having the environment around you that can help bounce you back. That's the only thing that I have. Like, I'll be real. Like, you move me from this environment, I might go a month with this doggone weather out here. And I'm kind of yeah. like, I, I'm still a diligent person. I'm going to get my work done. But I ain't going to have that fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying, hey, yeah. being around, doing this podcast is fire. Mm -hmm. I go back home now, low, you know, warmer yeah. than I was when I got here. So yeah. stuff like that, I'm saying, you got to get in your life because... If you don't have it, man, two, three days, weeks, months. Yeah, no question. That, that's yeah. sun out of your universe, and you know what happened. The whole planet freaks. Yeah. I think and you can chase happiness. Like, because it's, it's like, because what is it really? Like, you, you, hearing what you guys are saying, something can come in and just throw it all off. And so I guess to, to pull from, like, from scripture, it's Paul being content in every situation. Yeah. It's like, really, what is that? Yeah. Like, because it's not happy. You know, it's like a drug, really. Yeah. It's like yeah. you're trying to feel yeah. something. And you're gonna no you're trying to go that. after that in all these situations is bad. You're trying to feel something. No question. And and so it's more like, okay, how do I take these situations and you know, be content or be like, no, this is what it is, but find Yeah, that and, yeah, that thing and, and what Candace said to me that I thought was deep was like, yo, recognize it for what it is. It's fear. Mm -hmm. You know, and what and what you think might happen might not, but also, she gave me an example. I can't use the example because of somebody else's life. But the example in somebody else's life, that it, what you said did happen to them. It happened years ago at a real crazy time. But guess what? They still hmm. are champions at what they do. And it, and, it, and it was something that was caused by somebody in their inner circle. But it didn't stop them. You feel what I'm saying? And so what Candace said to me was, yo, E, here's the deal. What you think might happen might happen. It might happen. The, the, the fears, the things that you, the worst thing you think could happen, 
it might happen. Yeah, I just looked up the definition. It says an unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception of danger, real or imagined. Real or imagined. imagined. And so that's what Candace was saying to me is real. But here's the difference between Didi's situation and, and, and what I'm thinking could happen. What I'm thinking could happen hasn't happened. Hmm. What I didn't think could happen, happened. Just happened. But it didn't bother me with Didi because I hadn't had time to do all that thinking. So I just woke <laughs> right, up one day that's and right. she had MS yeah, yeah, yeah. and I yeah. had to deal with it. Yeah. You feel me? The other you didn't stuff see it coming from six months see, away. I didn't see it coming, see? Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't waste no time on yeah. no crazy yeah. emotion. Uh, uh. With my son and my daughter, I'm just being real, bro. Not in a bad way. I got fears. I mean, you look yeah. at this room. You look yeah. at the marriages. I, want, I, I do. I want my son and daughter to be in a happy marriage. Yeah. I do. I don't want them with just anybody. I don't. I've seen what can happen when people link up with the wrong. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want my daughter to be abducted. Yeah. <laughs> it, and it's real. When you watch TV, whatever, I don't want that stuff. And so there are conversations we have, but I have to be careful because I'm having a conversation. And okay, make sure when you do this, you do that. And it's like, okay, dad, it ain't going to be fun. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm not saying it because I don't want you to have fun because mm-hmm. I was the one that gave you the tickets. Or I'm the one that blessed you with the vehicle. I'm the one that got you to hop. Matter of fact, I sent you to college. I, but I'm just saying, when you go to lock up and don't, I'm getting me- messages every day from Michigan State. You got to understand, I'm a father. Oh. So when you get the alerts, it's just an alert. When I get the alert, I'm like, Bruh. yo, it's the third rape that didn't My happen on campus. My niece got in the car yesterday and said it just happened at her school. Somebody went to the bathroom and just got I'm just like, yo, it's real. You feel me? So, you so I'm not sitting, I'm and, trying to explain and, my kids. When I tell you I froze in the car, like I couldn't even drive. Like I'm like, yo, this could have been her getting in the car telling me something just happened to me. And I lo- I, I was sitting there like, yo, this crazy. You feel me? So, so, so we got to be cautious, Ken, not to let that drop. And again, to what Candace said, somebody is going to get raped. It's going to happen. Somebody is going to get sick. That doesn't mean it has to be the end of the world because it happens. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that. Nobody want to hear that. Nobody want to hear that. But I'm just saying, to Candace's point, I was homeless, bro. It's the worst thing that could happen to a parent. My mom's was like, do you know what you put me through? Mm. She was like, do you know what it felt like to not know where you were? Not to know if you were safe or not. She's like, you was on the streets of Detroit. She -hmm. said that. You was on the streets of Detroit. She's like, you weren't in some little... um, private school or some group. You were literally on the streets. Mm. I didn't know where you were. You didn't call me for you. My firstborn. I didn't know what was going on with you. So, so, you know, you know and so now I think about what my mom went through and was like, shoot, mm. I don't not, not only do I not want to experience it. I don't want to put my mom through whatever. So, but we got to be cautious, Ken, because it cannot drive you mm. to not be you because tr- when you're not you, you just not you. I know I talk about 120 all the time, but if fear keeps you from being 120, and so I look at my son, and I'm grateful for the conversation with Kat, because look at my son, there's some things that we've had to do, but if I would have stayed who I was and been talking from that, then who knows? And what you have to believe, man, C said it, I heard this other dude on the prayer line say it, um, I've heard so many different people who are close to me say it, like, yo, E, let's just be real, as it relates to who you guys are, company, private, whatever, Y'all the patriots, if you will, of this thing. Trust, trust the process, E. Mm-hmm. You talk about it all the time, but you didn't. Cre- you guys have created a solid system. Trust the system. Just believe that. Yes, he gonna throw some interceptions. 
I ain't never seen Bla- I mean, uh, I say Bledsoe. Brady. I've never seen Brady not have a season where he didn't throw an interception. Mm-hmm. I've not seen a, a season where he didn't fumble the ball. Right, I've not right. seen a, th- a season where he didn't do a three and out. I've seen Bledsoe right. do a three and out. But guess what happened? He still won the Super Bowl. And there was a year he had perfection, a perfect season, and lost the Super Bowl. But there's a year where he didn't have perfection, but he won a Super Bowl. And to me, that's what I was hearing Candace say. You want perfection and not accomplish anything, or you want to let life Perfection and the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what I want, see. That's what I want. I mean, didn't go to State won it, and they didn't get it. Yeah, they got they the won, most they got wins the, ever and didn't but win. They, they didn't win it. Mm-hmm. So Candace is like, which one are you focusing on? You focusing on the end result here? That a lot of stuff may have to happen to have that end result, or you want the process to be perfect, and we know the reality. Well, well the, the two, the two do have something to do to with do each other. You got to make the playoffs yeah. to get yeah. to the Super Bowl. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you can't have too many L's, yeah. or you ain't going to the playoffs, yeah. and you doggone sure ain't going to yeah. win the Super Bowl. So I think the two are intertwined. But again, going back to my example of the corn maze, it's like, yo, it's a way to get through that joint. Yeah. You're just not about to walk through it unscathed. Like right. you're just not about to just if you. Matter of fact, if you went to a corn maze and got through it on the first time, you'd be like, this is whack. This is whack. The whole point of it is yeah. to you know, hit yeah. some hurdles. Yeah. You work together, teamwork, yeah. find your yeah. way around. Up, oh, this don't work. Backtrack right. this way. Do this again. And if you went into life with those expectations mm. that, yo, I'm going to hit some roadblocks. There's going to be some things and not let those crush you, but yet let them, you know, you learn from it, right? I would hope you don't keep making that same mistake. Okay, we turned left down this one seven times. That ain't it. Well, you know how long is too long to be in the maze? Right, right. exactly. So, well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, here's the yeah. thing with life. It, forever. It ain't it's right. a forever right. maze. Like, like e, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to make sure, you know, Trey is, um, you know, using the bathroom correctly and, you know what I'm saying, sleeping in his own bed. I got these little, you know, our own little issues. Avery biting everybody and terrorizing daycare like I got my own little worries I told them you know when they were talking yesterday I was like remind me not to complain about Trey and Avery because he mm. 18 20 years past where we are as a parent yeah. and still, still going learning growing still anxiety yeah. dealing with your child yeah. Jada off in Detroit at concerts yeah. and he yeah. calling around at midnight trying to find her like yo those are things those are that's real you know what I'm saying don't go nowhere yeah. all the way down to Ken now you know, he's about to be stressed out about his girl yeah. going through labor. Right. And so when you ask me how long is too long to be in the maze, is the, the maze is forever. It's you know what I'm saying? Maze. Yeah, exactly. So I would say don't let the stress of the maze right. mess up the journey. Right, and that's what I meant. That's you know what, what the whole yeah, point no of this was, is to yeah, get back to how do you maintain happiness yeah. through it. Because you're going to go happy. through it. Probably so, more happy with the MS than we were before. So can we say as long as there's progress... Is that a safe assessment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and let's have some measurement. Where I don't even know is. what that means. Well, well, I'm saying yeah, in terms of because like you, you can have progress in your marriage and then take a backslide. Some, uh, you know what I'm saying? Area. So yeah, and then I, I know what Carl said. Though. Let's say over a long period of time, some measurement. Some time. You, you. Well, this is what I tell my kids when they went to school. Now I don't know why I was this comfortable with school because I guess <laughs> school is only four years. But I'm just being real. It's four years. I think my fear with relationships. And I had to pull back the other day because I was explaining. I was like, yo, you know what my problem was? And I'm not saying that it's right. It's my only reality. I want you to marry your mom. Like, that's my reality. I feel like, to me, she's one of the most productive females that I know. Like, yo, this is what she did for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so let me back off because that, that's not the goal to marry your mom. Yeah, let me yeah. just back off. But I just know how productive I've been with that type of, mm-hmm. you know, individual, if you know what I'm saying. 
So, so I think I put a lot more pressure on things that I feel that's going to have a lifetime effect, Ken. Whereas with school, bro, I was the opposite. I was, here was, here's what I used to tell my kids when they went to school. Pass the class. Get a credit. What's going to happen is you need 120. I just need you to get credits. So each class you take, I just need a credit because I don't want to have to pay for that class again. Because I don't know if you're going to learn a whole bunch more in college by taking it twice. So I just need you to pass. And people would be like, man, you want to tell your kids to graduate summa cum laude? Cool I said, mm -mm, I just said graduate. And when you graduate, get some personal skills that when you leave, you can get a job. Because everybody that graduates doesn't necessarily get a job. You know what I'm saying? So I look at it, Ken, where if the, if the maze is, this little quick piece of maze, don't stretch yourself out. But I find that, and we're just talking triggers, and it's, as we're talking, it's coming out. I find what my trigger is, is I think you're making a long-term decision that's going to have a bad effect. That's the stuff that I'm just like really, even with our company, it's like, it's certain things that Carl would do. I won't say nothing to him about him. I don't care. But the stuff that's going to affect payroll, y'all always hear me say, I'm on payroll. If it's going to affect payroll, <laughs> that we can't have those kind We're of problems. We're talking about it. Yeah, we can't have those kind of problems. Why? Because I can't afford Ken, who's having a baby, to have a lapse in your right. pay mm -hmm. during that, frame, that time frame. You, I don't call Will on TGIM. It's what it is. It's free. I don't care nothing about it. Like, not that I don't care. When I go speak, I give 120. But I don't edit it and do all of that. I'm not going to stress you out about that. But when we're doing something that has long-term benefits, I find that that's the trick. And I need to go back and revisit that and say, E, you ain't got to be stressed out about those either. You know what I'm saying? Like, you make yourself feel like you probably need to be stressed about it. But here's the, the end of the day. At the end of the day, we all make decisions. And we will be, man, I know people like Quest. Quest got a divorce, right? In our community, that's, bruh, that, you talk taboo. Like, that's a no-no. But now look at the second married. Mm -hmm. Quest is in oh, married man. bliss, bruh. <laughs> I'm talking about he in having mm -hmm. two, two more children, the career. He's doing married stuff because of what happened. He's doing marriage stuff. So even as I'm listening to Candace listen to this podcast, it's like, yo, E, don't even stress out about the stuff, the big stuff. You know, they say don't sweat the small stuff. Well, perhaps we don't even need stuff. to small, sweat the big stuff either. We don't need to sweat none of the stuff. Just like C said, you realize you in a maze and just try your hardest. Because I am, Carl. I don't care what C say. I ain't trying to be stuck in that one part of that maze. <laughs> no, I'm trying no, to get from no, one. Hopefully you're not. One pe I'm trying to get but from you one know, thing. like I said, life ebbs and flows. And sometimes, yeah. you know, you and your wife could be doing great. And six months from now, it could be a two-week period where you can't stand one another. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, I want to I wanna get through this and go on to ask ET. But I do want to ask each of you a question. When are, when are you at your happiest? Like, what's going on in your life oh, when come you're on, at your come happiest? On. You, already, you should be able to answer that for, for all, all four of us, of us in this, Based in this who room. We are. I just want them to hear yeah. it from you. Straight uh, from the horses. Okay. <laughs> happy yeah. wife, happy life. When, yeah. I, when, I, when I was with Didi yesterday... For Didi, it may, I don't know what it is for her. I'm not going to try to make up what it is for her. But for me, it's these 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds sitting on the west side of Detroit on a red porch saying, these are the things that we're going to do together when we grow up. Mm -hmm. And to be able to get that couch is another, it's a maze. Mm -hmm. It was a maze. It wasn't like you said, see one uh, porch, red porch couch. Boom, house, couch, happy family. It wasn't that. It, we, it, was, it took some, yeah, but yeah, to yeah. be able to say, I made it. We made it. Well, exactly what we said we wanted to do. 
we did it. And that's what I'm most happy. And then secondly, I do have children who are older. So when my son is, I'm saying, you know, in his rhythm, doing his thing, when my daughter is doing what she's passionate about and they happy, that makes me happy too. And what could make you happier? Mm. Control. <laughs> yeah. Control it all. I, no, I'm just saying, be it, that's it though, Carl, let's be real. To, to, I mean, something if, realistic that no, no, you could be like, I, yo, if this was right, I had, I'd be. If I had the power yeah. to make Didi that happy 365 days in mm. a year, you know what I'm saying? And not, we had a conversation this morning. You know, it was just, uh, and, and let me say this, man. I'm just so grateful. And I, like I said, y'all, y'all know me. I'm messed up. You know, my dad went in my life. I just had some issues. And so those issues, I was, I've been trying to resolve all throughout my marriage. And, you know, mm-hmm. just being rebaptized. Early, uh, early this year, there's really dealing with that control. And I woke up today and Didi and I, I felt like I'm able to talk to her about stuff that maybe 10 years ago, if not bad stuff, but it's going to piss her off. Yeah. And it's like, don't even talk about it because yeah. y'all can't talk about it without it seeming like y'all at odds. You know, and today I just told her, I was like, yo, look, I'm just being real with you. I just don't like it when you let stuff stress you out that shouldn't stress you out. I just don't like to see you stressed out because mm-hmm. I already know you having some challenges here. Mm-hmm. And so that stress ain't doing nothing but, you know, exacerbating whatever's right, going right. on up there. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want to see you stressed out about this happening at the church, this happening at the whatever. Like, well, it's not that deep, right? So for me, I had that conversation. And if I, I wish I had more control or I could help more with her being happy 365 days. And then, like you said, Carl, control. Making sure that the, per, the, the people that, um, you know, that my kids are with are people who are going to make them happy. Not even do, I think they think sometimes, dad, you just want to, I don't. I just want you to be in a situation that's a healthy situation for you. And I don't know at all, I don't know at, at 18 or 19 if you always are thinking about your future. You're so caught up on today that you might not necessarily be thinking about that. But I'm going to say something, man. Shout out to Willie Moore Jr. Shout out to this community, y'all. Shout out to this family we have. Like, this ain't just about us traveling, speaking. I was sitting down with Willie Moe, and Willie Moe said to me, step, uh, he gave me a step, see? He said, E, if you want control, what do you do every morning? I said, I pray. He said, I said, he said you know that. He said, the people that you stressed out about, that your kids are with, have you ever prayed about them? Do you pray hmm. for them every day? Hmm. He said, that's what I want you to do. Because you know when you're doing this, yeah. he said, you know when you're praying, you, he said, hot. you know, you, you relax, you chill, because you know. If one person that I feel like can control everything, mm. and I mean really control it, not I'm on some control freak, so I don't know what to control. Like I might think I know what to, I don't know what to control. I, you, get, you let me start touching stuff, I'll probably blow the <laughs> earth up. But still, Carl, thinking that I'm doing the right thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But when he said that, I was like, yep, I got it. He said, you pray for this part, you, you find all the girls, he said, call Jada, find out all the kids that she running with. And you wake up every single day mm. and you pray wow. that each person that Jada's in their life, that God will work it out. And I've never thought to do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being real. I never thought that through. And I was like, Willie Mo, thank you so much. Mm. That alone, we talking about how therapeutic it is just calling it out in the morning. Not even that with the possibilities of what can happen when you begin to focus your energy on that. And he says what Willie Moe said. He said, this is what I believe. If they're supposed to be in their lives, they'll stay in their lives. If they're not supposed to be in their lives and you going before your father, guess what's going to happen? He will remove them from their life. But all that stressing you're doing is not necessary. You mm-hmm. pray about it. Yeah. Mm. I got, I got, 
Oh man, so we just left LA and I told I told Tamisha I was joking with her. But I saw her 16, 17-year-old smile again. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, we was just we were getting ready to leave the room and we walked by the bath, like the bathroom was kind of on the way out and the mirror was right there. And like I turned and I kind of like just paused in the mirror. She turned and smiled and I saw like, similar to what he was saying, I saw her 16, we were at her mom's house. Yeah. I saw it again, I was like, ooh. Like that is something that I want to see every single day. So that's one. But the second one, y'all know me, man. The second one is taking on something and getting it accomplished. Mm-hmm. Man, at the end of that day, I don't care what it is. Like, if I can get that thing accomplished that looked six months ago or a year ago, like, holy crap, I don't know how to do that. Like, I get that thing accomplished that day that we hit play and it's running or Black Friday, whatever it is. Like, whatever I can put my hands on to take it from, you know, from beginning and see that end. Man, I'm telling you, that day I just want to sit down and get me a, get me a Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> but that that yeah. yeah that gets me pumped yeah um so the first thing i think see we talked to you and candace about mm-hmm. it y'all was over but uh i mean my wife like she um <clears throat> we go to our appointments we went to one of our appointments to get check up on the baby and everything and and she started coughing and i ran out to the car to get some water and came in and sat down and she was crying <laughs> so i'm like and she started crying and she was like you know you just do so much like thank you and she was just bawling and she's like you you know you broke the cycle for men in my life and i'm like whoa and you know it gets you know it can yeah. get a lot like you, yeah. you you you're getting up doing things and, and you're doing this because physically you know she can't do it herself anymore and, and and sometimes it can get tiring and exhausting and you know and and that moment i was like wow like and then i pulled out my camera and started filming her like, <laughs> but, you know, always a documentary. Always a documentary. You know what I'm saying? You want a short tour when she yeah. gets off and say, right, right, right. Act like, like every man in my life. life. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Let's go back to the film, boy. Right. Take a look at the uh, game. You know, so, you know, and that just, you know, I was like, wow, it, it, that really made me happy. So, having, you know, just doing, trying to be more consistent in creating yeah. that environment for her to feel that way. Um, and then just with just with what I do, my skill set, my gift, just being more consistent in that, developing it, and just feeling more like me, like walking in that. I think that'll make me even happier. And and being more of a husband, and I'm supposed to be, you know, that's gonna make me happier. So, yeah. yeah. Right, bro. That's the, if your your happiness will be fleeting fast. <laughs> if that last one is true, try to be more of a good husband. You, that's gonna be for a, 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 a yes, yeah, a life of a, a worth, work, a lifetime work, bro. And it, even when you make it, I don't know if she gonna be honest and tell you if you made it or not. Yeah, how do you measure Let's that kid? Let's get it. Let's well, get yeah, it. Well, yeah, no, I'm just measure. like yo. It's like all y'all went wives, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, obviously, we're all married, but you know that was you know what your first go to. I wonder if we did this. If they did they podcast. Uh, they'd be like, I just want to see my husband smile. I'm not sure. I just want to see my husband, his 17 year old smile. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I want to know if that was they. Uh, they answered. He might but, start uh, with the kids. Oh man, I'm at my happiest. Sure. I mean, it's twofold for me. I mean, you know, obviously, family, and my yeah. wife, yeah. but more specifically, when we're on the road doing ETA, ETA. stuff with the yeah. family. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no feeling like it. Like, uh, for real, y'all know. 
And I don't know, it's the, it's the devil. You probably heard me on this podcast and you've been with us for a while now, so you know it's true. Every time I leave by myself, it's always something. Yeah. Somebody fall, bang their head. Boy, please don't go so, away. Yeah, I know. So if they for can't me, come, you I'm can't saying, come what's the next one going to be? I know. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm straight. So um, having my family on the road, traveling, and doing what we do, being able to pour into people, being able to change lives, things of that nature, there's no mm -hmm. feeling like it. Like, it's euphoric. You know, anything else that's wrong in the world, it doesn't matter. You know, we at the hotel, Trey Love jumping on the bed, swimming in the pool, you know, Candace in a good mood, you know, removed from work. We doing what we love to do. We all together, our families, things of that nature. Um, it's no feeling like it. And so I think, you know, the, the, the goal for today's podcast and hopefully, you know, before we jump into Ask ET, y'all understand that, yeah. you know, we are not perfect. You know, we all have these things in our lives that yeah, are not perfect, that, that stress us yeah. out, that we worry about. Yeah. But at the end of the day, mental health is important. And I yeah. think we operate at a high level because... We are genuinely happy, and we're pursuing happiness, and that doesn't mean yeah, the pursuit of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not yeah. The, the obtain of yeah. it, or the embracing of it, but yeah, no. The but we, we genuinely are. So you know, I think one of the beautiful things, and I don't need a therapist because you guys are my therapist. You know, we get to talk. You know, all the time. You know what I mean? If we have issues that we're going through, but I would just encourage those of you out there, especially the fellas, you know who. You you closed everything yeah. off. You got issues in your marriage. Yeah. You got issues, you know, which are, you know, Ken just let out some real stuff. It's not easy for a man to say, yo, I feel inadequate at times. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like, if you're going through those things, talk to somebody, man. If you need a therapist, if you, you know, if you got friends or, you know, loved ones that you trust, um, make sure you have those conversations, man, because again, you're going to be in the maze of life regardless. Right. You stressing about it ain't about to add nothing to it. You know, and so you might as well try to enjoy life as much as possible. And so let's jump into Ask E.T. Oh, man, let me see. We got... Uh... Hey, can I say this though real quick? Yeah, yeah. Hey, do me a favor for those of you listening to the podcast. If you have uh, a spouse, if you can sit down after us with your spouse. And let's some of the questions that you heard and some of the things that you heard on the show. I think this is especially as we're going into the holiday season. I'd hate for it to be drama or, you know, Ken, how sometimes you go into the holiday season with unresolved mm -hmm. issues and it kind of takes away from the fun of the season. So spend some time if you are, you have children, you know, I mentioned my relationship with my kid, you know, talk to your kids about it, you know, but whatever you do, don't let this just be a listening uh, kind of podcast. Like, yeah. make this a working podcast. What's the, what's the term they use? Mental wealth. Yeah, yeah mental, mental wealth. Yeah, mental wealth. Yeah, mental wealth. And if you want mental and physical uh, health and wealth. Hey. Check out our sponsor, Organifi. Organifi. Oh. Shout out to Organifi, man. You guys have heard us. What are you waiting on? What's your fear with Organifi? Okay, you, you got some fears going on. And you scared to try Organifi? Why would you be scared to better your life, take your energy to the next level? Next level. I just thought about it. I'm not trying to be funny. I've been on Organifi for a while now, doing it two, three times. I ran out. I didn't have enough over the, um, when I was in Chicago. Mm. I ran out. I had a couple left. And so I just started hitting one a day. But, man, I'm being for real. Been on it every day. Yeah. I haven't had a common cold or sniffle, anything. And I'm not saying it's because no, no, of that. No, no, no. Right. I'm saying it ain't hurt. Because yeah, yeah, I've, um, yeah. Yeah, I've been rocking and rolling, man, like I said, feeling great. And I don't know what it is. Something about the placebo effect of yeah, it's uh, real. feeling healthy. It's real. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Because I, yeah, yeah. I'm saying it got me feeling better and it got me... To the point where I've been gone. We've been. Go I've been almost home, away from home for three weeks. I promise you, and I ain't gained one pound. 
You know what I'm saying? Like for real. And I ain't lost nothing, but I have not. not I have not, not get some more gas. Yeah. No, I haven't gained a pound. And I say that because get some more gas. Yeah, no. But I feel like when you're doing things that are healthy for no you question. and Organifi is healthy for you, yeah. you're not about to just hit the Organifi and then hit a you Coke. know a, a peanut butter cake. The Unless, next, yeah, you know, Coke. Right. Unless exactly. That's real. Yeah. So so you Unless know it kind of yeah. It's a, it's a mini accountability <laughs> partner, man. And I want you guys to try it. Look, the New Year's coming. Somebody yeah, in your family you. who you love. Yeah. You know, somebody who, you know, yourself, a loved one, your husband, your wife, somebody, you know, trying to get healthy, get those greens. Listen, man, they are uh, uh, the, the best company for that. Again, I can't smoothie every day. I, I know E has a personal smoothie maker. I don't. You know what I'm saying? He got a personal. The pursuit of happiness. He's got a personal juicer. If you would have asked two more no, questions, I, I don't said, have that. Makes me most happy. That is my personal, personal juice. juice. And your personal maker. vegan chef. We know you and say. Oprah yeah. now can be healthy yeah. for the rest of your lives. With the rest of us, eat McDonald's. Yeah. Um, but no, if you don't have a personal juicer, juicer. you're not going to do it. You're just not going to do it every day. You're just not going to do it every day. You can start out, you might go for two weeks, three weeks, but you're going to fade off. I'm telling you, with Organifi, you get the little packets, you pour it right in your water bottle, shake it up, go two, three times a day, and you'll be feeling more. Well, I got so, beef shout out to Organifi. Use our promo code, smoothie success. Success. Hey, don't forget to use the promo code. Somebody hit me up the other day, like, I got the Organifi, just use the promo code, and no, I forgot. So, man, go back, put the promo code in. Um, you guys rock with us, man. It, it, you always hit us up. How can we help y'all, man? If you rock with the products, put the promo code in. Um, I that, got beef. That is your That's why you're Organifi, because they consistent. I got beef with my smoothie maker. I ain't, he ain't made me no smoothie. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was just, I just saw him walk uh, in. Well, you he didn't bring no juice him. when he came. No, he didn't bring yeah, the juice. So struggling. maybe he thought you were still in Chicago. Well, maybe he thought I strictly use Organifi. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, yeah, no. Maybe he got jealous. <laughs> yeah, he probably have to have. talk. That's yeah. probably what um, it was. Organifi.com, guys. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Organifi.com. Put in the promo code SUCCESS and get 20% off your order. So that's a good look. Um, and then write in, man. Let us know how you like it. Let us know how you're feeling. Um, first question. Let's go. I had it pulled up. Here it is. Uh, what's going on, CJ Carl and ET? Here's my question. ET, I understand school isn't for everybody, and it took you 12 years to get a four-year degree. I wonder where what does that have that. to do with it? Where did he hear well, that? I'm just. What does that have to do with school and how long it took me? What, I'm not understanding the connection. Well, I think he's just trying to make the connection between the the your, your length of time and whatever his next part of the question is. So, ready? What are your thoughts on formal education? You know what I'm saying? Because clearly oh, you, don't give a, right. you don't give a damn. Oh, oh, yeah. Apparently I do, because I went to 12 and got it. If I didn't care, I would have just let it go. Um, however, what are your thoughts on formal education? There's a saying that formal education will make you a living, self-education will make you a fortune. And also, Although it took you much longer time to get a degree. Uh, my man, my man's just rubbing it in. I'm unbelievable. I'm just reading. Can you look. get his address from the email? I need to talk okay. to him personally. And finally, what, okay, what, uh, what, what, kept, so what kept you pushing through even though the odds were clearly <laughs> against you? My man, hey, shout out to Obi Igwe from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, I'm going to Boston. Make sure we have our next day ready. Obi. In Boston. I want to meet Obi. my man. So what's, yeah. the, what's the real question, see? I don't know. Uh, so it was, many, it was, I'm still focused on how Why did it take you 12 years to get a degree? How in the world did it take you 12 years? How important is it to get a degree that took four years? You had three years <laughs> per uh, year. Uh, I was red shirt. I was a red shirt academic student. So I guess he said, what 
what are your thoughts on formal education? Yeah. And um, why did you keep pushing even though the odds were stacked against you? And I tell everybody, if formal education, going to college, if you don't know what you want to do, go to college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Flat out. That's my thing for kids. I know everybody can be an app billionaire and ah, you don't need right. college no more. I met E in college. I met Carl That's in college. The connections we met Ken in college. Yep. This entire company was formed off of relationships that we made in college. So unless you're just some that, that, right. savant guru and you understand the world in a way that nobody else does and you got everything figured out and you're going to make $100 million hey, off let's your let's call app. a couple other cool, names. But, uh, I think Zuckerberg met his people and started Facebook in college. He yeah, finished, right, but right. started But there. He, he went to college, though. That's what I'm saying. He like, went to college. go down the list. Yeah, like, so so people act there. like it's the classwork that right. gets you to the next yeah. level. I'm going to be real. Classwork, I'm not sure how much it helped me. Just a thousand percent honest. But the relationships that you form, uh-huh. the maturity, and the discipline, the process. Like you do learn. Here's here's my thing, guys. Here's the other part that I don't hear enough. If you've learned the language mm-hmm. of school without going to school, oh, praise be to you. I just didn't. My people were uh, middle class workers, so I didn't learn the language. Like literally, worked in. You know, what I'm saying people in my neighborhood was the plant. So most of the people in my neighborhood work at the plant. I didn't get the language that I need to be a consultant. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not making it like school made me who I am, but I am saying it played a significant so, so part. So the other piece I'll add real quick is I went back to school to learn how to do video for, for TGIM. That's why I went back to school. And not that I couldn't learn video on my own. You can learn anything from Google now. But the environment forces right, you. Right, right. Like, Most people, people don't have that self-discipline. Right. You don't sit you, at home you're, and you hear, watch like you tutorials. Just said, yeah, the, the language you're hearing all day long, you know what I'm saying, the people you're around, you're just walking through the lab and there's kids. And I went in as a grad student with undergrad, so I ain't know nothing, you know what I'm saying? But here I got these little 20-year-old kids telling me, I'm probably about 26 by this time, I got 20-year-old kids that's killing the game. So it just put me in the environment where I was forced to learn it and stay in it and learn it faster. Like I can just, like she said, pick it up Tuesday, do an hour here, and then I'll look back at it for another two weeks. So the environment helps you to learn stuff faster too, man. I don't know if I want to read this next one, but Uh-oh. I'm going to. Just like I'm not sure how I feel about this. This is, <laughs> this is another length, how long it took me to do something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thank God. Okay, right. Um, this is, this is weird. All right, cool. I'm going to read it anyway, as it is. But I'm not going to. And it's not weird. It's a great question. Right. But I feel bad for my man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, That's why it was marriage. Uh, yeah, so I'm not going to call. I'm not man. calling no names for sure. Hi, guys. I'm a woman that loves your podcast and all that you do. Thank you. Here's my question. I'm blown away that there are strong, amazing, tender-focused, funny, inspiring men like you. Let me read that sentence again in case my wife's go listening. Call, go get Didi I'm and blown read away Didi. <laughs> that there are strong, amazing, tender, focused, funny, inspiring men like you. You read that you, too fast. Give me all the adjectives. Yeah, I want all of that. Yeah, I want all of them. Should I, have, should I hit the uh, Kenny G again? <laughs> <laughs> read it with the... <laughs> yeah. it's, it's ministry to me. Yeah. I'm blown away yeah. that there are strong, amazing, tender, focused, funny, inspiring men like you. You've shaken up my world because your examples have exposed what my man lacks. Ouch. But I so so dearly want in a husband. Um, When I say it's shaking me up, I mean my whole mindset is thrown off. Have you ever experienced rapid growth in areas of your life that have left you feeling very sad and longing when a spouse chooses to remain stagnant in life? Should I stay in my lane and accept him as he is? We've been married 21 years. Thanks Whoa, so much. That's the part that scared me. But it's what I said earlier. 
As First a, of all, my, can I we just acknowledge that my ego feels good oh, and I feel no. bad at the same time? This is what we talked about. I, confidence <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm feeling terrible for my man because he was going by good. And she started listening to the podcast like, whoa, they doing what? My man on the couch eating the egg sandwich looking crazy. <laughs> and I please don't say that because I eat egg sandwiches. You did have an egg sandwich yeah, last night, that, too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Don't say that. Don't make my man feel like eating. I'm just saying, he was. Like, if, if he met no, himself, he's I'm not. saying, what she's she saying, though, is. No, I feel it. sounds like, like we raised the bar, which is what we try to do with this yeah, podcast. Absolutely. Make no mistake about it. Every man who's listening, and I only say that because Carl and I and Ken, we get our example from E, and E raised the bar. And trust me, there were times where I can't eat, like, yo, you sure we're doing this thing right? Because I'm, I'm not sure I'm with you, you know, and so I am glad to see that we were raising the level of consciousness in all seriousness. That's what this podcast is about. And we're not perfect people. But we strive to be the best in every single area. And so I'm glad that you've seen that. You've acknowledged it. I say maybe start letting him listen to the podcast. Maybe not this one. Cut this one off before it get here. But maybe you suggest that he start listening to the podcast or he start listening to E on a regular basis. Pick up the albums, the the mixtapes, things like that, the sermons. Like, yo, E gives nuggets and E is able to move men more so than any other man that I've ever seen. As men were very prideful. I don't want to listen to that. I don't want to listen to, you know. And E has a way of breaking down those barriers and being able to get through to him. So I don't know if he's listening to E now. If he's not, which it sounds like he's not, if he's not trying to go to that next level with you, then maybe you can, you know, introduce him to the movement, introduce him to the fold. But E, your thoughts? Yeah, I just want to say to her, you know, be cautious. So it would be easy for me to say in some area, you know, when I was, you know, younger that Didi wasn't on my level. But there have been areas where I wasn't on Didi's level. Right, right. So when right. you talk about school, I was never on Didi's level in school. I was never on Didi's level in terms of maturity, like financial maturity and things of that nature, uh, credit scores, all that kind of stuff, savings. I was never on Didi's level. I might have, but but Didi might not have been on my level on a spiritual boy. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't about he he, he what is he doing? He he may be stronger than you in some other areas. But I think what happens is. When we're strong in an area and we long something, we overlook where the other people are strong. Mm-hmm. And that could get yeah, you yeah. in trouble. Yeah. That could mess up your marriage now because you are right, falsely right. comparing. Yeah. So it might be an area where my man a giant. He might not be tender and all the other stuff that you mentioned. See, I forgot it that quick. Um, you know, but I will say this to her. The, when Didi stayed strong with the, with the financial boy and continued to share with me the vision financially, now, if you ask Didi today, my credit score is equal to or greater. I'm doing well in terms of finance. You know, you know, financially, I'm way better than what I used to be. And so Didi kind of got me up in that area. And you're doing the laundry. You feel hmm. me? And, and I, Didi was definitely pissed off about the laundry and still not. I'm still not getting no, I might get a bronze. Yeah, I'm still not getting no gold medal at the crib for laundry. You know what I'm saying? She's like, watch your own stuff and watch mine. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I will say that, that I'm better in certain areas because she decided to stick with me and be patient. Yeah. But it didn't mean she let me stay where I was, was without challenging. 21 years, though. And we 27. Is this like your 12 to get a foe. She's 21 to get a man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Where She's she trying- want him to be. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. So I'm saying be patient with him. 
Love on my man for what he is doing. Like for real, you can start looking at that one area. See, you still yeah, talk yeah, we just about talked it, about it. Yeah. And not like that one area and overlook all. I know. I hope he ain't eating egg sandwiches on that couch. Well, I, here go the thing too. You might want to check with our wives because we you might we might have gassed I'm it up a that. little bit too much. Because oh, yeah. you you only getting this side of the story. If Diddy came on the podcast right now, nah, you might be like, okay, I love it. Like, my man doing oh, all right. She might feel like her man is the man of the year. The man of the year. Yeah, yeah so don't let the podcast. Yeah. CJ making us look good out here. Ah, uh, well, hey, I try. Well, like I said, it, hey, if my wife want to say something, go. She more than free to start her own podcast. Her did it to me. We let them get a little podcast. You know, y'all do your thing. And oh, that probably that, sucker probably way sweet. Oh, they probably blow would. Yeah. They probably would. Again, though, it's what we said with Ken. We ain't scared to make no mistakes. We were just dumb enough to put it out. You know what I'm saying? They with all they deepness, they ain't got one yet. You know what I'm saying? No, I I haven't been married 20 years, but um. He said something about sharing a vision, and I don't I, I don't know if, if 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 she's listening. If you've shared the vision of you know mm-hmm. maybe what you where you want to be, yeah. and, and and I don't know if you just it's in your head, and she's just sitting around with that in her head, and she hasn't communicated that vision. You know maybe like again I haven't been married 21 years, yeah. but sharing that vision. This is where you see yeah, you guys together. This is where we, we sh- you saw us. We should have been here at this point, and we're not. And, and what does that look like and kind of communicate, communicating that to the guys? So. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, so, yeah, no, hopefully that helps out. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's Ask ET. Mm-hmm. We'll move on because we're running short on time and I got to go. Um, shout out to the Phenomenal Life Cruise. We are going cruising. Um, that's what I'm on with my happiness. Oh, yeah. Nah. You better be. We're going to be there for seven days. I want no, I want no letdowns, y'all. Uh, nothing. We all uh, got to stay high the whole time. All seven uh, days. Yep. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to do the podcast challenge. on that joint, too, man. Yeah. We're going to do the podcast on live the boat. Live ones, too? That's good. Yeah, live podcast. That's going to be fun. We're going to do. We're going to have security because Tamisha, Didi, and Candace will be there. Can mm. we stop them from coming on stage? Oh, for sure. Oh. oh, we got to ask security. I thought we, you were no. some other kind of guys. What are you talking about? Nah, no, we might do a we podcast with FBI. all of them. Yeah. Oh, we might do a podcast with all that. of them. I can't do no podcast with these. But make sure it's the last day of the crew. Not the first day. You know, Didi don't have no governor on her mouth. She don't have no governor, bro. Oh, yeah, we found out. She already told me, like, look, you don't want me to get on because you know me. And then she tried to make an excuse. She's like, you know, I got MS, so sometimes I just, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, is it MS? I just say whatever. I just say whatever. Whatever I really feel. I, whatever I really feel. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. you feel me? Yeah. yeah, and uh, also, man, uh, I don't know if we've announced this yet. We have another date. It's not a stay ready, but we're doing a... Um, take control. A, a take control slash take ownership collaboration yeah. with my man Gerard Adams, December 9th and 10th. All right, it's December 9th and 10th. We'll be doing Founders. that um, with Founders. Founders yep. yep, and uh, Gerard, man, super successful. Gerard Adams, uh, you can follow him on Instagram and see what he's doing, but super successful entrepreneur, um, big time in the tech space, and just, you know, great speaker. Great dude, man, and we're going to be partnering him with him out in Newark. Um, I'm going to be speaking. Josh E., of course, to? is going to light it up on both days, wow. but that is December 9th and 10th. Yeah in newark new jersey all right so if you're on that east coast um and you're ready to uh go to that next level make sure you hit the website is it on our website now Um, just go to the events page and you'll see it so events and uh go on there and and, and get the tickets and we'll see you on the east coast very soon man it's gonna be a two-day 
longer days, two-day event. It's going to be incredible, man. You need to get out for sure. You're looking to take that business to the next level as an entrepreneur. Increase those profits. Take your visibility to another level. Take your branding to the next level. Whatever you want to do. Uh, December 9th and 10th will be on the East Coast. Making it happen. Carl, am I missing anything? Other, other announcements? We're good. That's it. All right. Um, Look yeah. out for hey, U-turn. no, let me say this. No, no, no. Let me say this. Yeah, we U turn, U turn, U turn series coming up soon. Breathe University. Uh, man, I want to seriously. I want. I should have done this to start the podcast. I want to thank each and every person in the BU family. Man, we had flowers at the funeral from BU people, game changers like the community. Man, my wife and I just. I mean, we felt just an overwhelming wave of love and support. Facebook messages to my wife and, you know, just from all over, man, in the Breathe University. That's what this community is so dope, man. They just uh, loved on us, man, and we could literally feel the support and love from everybody. So thank you I to every single... I wish I could single... tell you all the messages. I'm sorry to cut you off. I yeah. wish I could tell you all the messages that I got in L.A. I, I can't begin wow. to tell you. It's yeah. like literally nah. at least 40, 50 people was like, yo, make sure you send CJ and Yeah, no. Nah. I felt it, man. I, I felt it. And actually, they FaceTimed me during the conference uh-huh. from stage. And uh, just an awesome feeling, man. I saw the people in the crowd. And so was definitely, you know, sad I couldn't make it to L.A., but we were taking care of business, man. And um, just, uh, yeah, yeah it just incredible, you know, the, the amount of support the Breathe University family gave. We would love to have you guys in Breathe University. Oh, as always, check us out, man. We got some crazy stuff coming up for Black Friday. Carl, right? We yes, got some, sir. Yeah, so it's going to be exciting. So, um, yeah, thank you guys a, a million for uh, all the love and support. So E, um, so that we can get to the rest of our day. Oh, shout out to Ken, man, for coming hey. through. That was unexpected. Yeah, I didn't even know go, Ken was going to be you. here, but oh, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Oh, yeah. No, come on, pushing it, E. Yeah. 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 I just want to acknowledge growth, though. Yeah, absolutely. It was a time when I never could have pictured Carl on the podcast with us. We got me and Now you got Ken. Now you got Hey, next year, going to open up our show. All right, the keynote. Yeah. So yeah, E, give give us a nugget that we can uh, hold on to th- for the rest of the week, bro. Guys, you hear me say it all the time: the land of the free and the home of the brave. You know, look, there are some um, there are some things that we are just just blessed with, guys. Let's just be honest. There's some things when you just wake up um, that you just blessed with. You know, for me. Um, I'm blessed to be in Michigan. You know, it's the green grass. It's in the fall. You don't have to do anything, but it's these beautiful brown, yellow, green, orange. You know, it's just some stuff when you're in the Midwest, you're in New York, wherever you are, California, it's the hills, the Rocky Mountains in Colorado. Just some stuff, literally. You don't have to do anything, guys, and they just hand it to you on a silver platter. Like you wake up in Michigan in spring, you hear the birds chirping. You know, it is what it is, right? But there are some things, guys, if you're going to get it, you're going to have to pursue it. And CJ talked to today. Happiness, they're not just passing that out. You know what I'm saying? You just don't wake up and people knock on your door and say, Ken, here you go, sir. We have a 12-pack of happiness for you today. We got a month's supply, 30 days of happiness. But I'm telling you, if you're willing to put the work in it, you can have your happiness. If you're willing to ground. Now, I always say this, right? And I know, you know some of you like E.T., come on here, you say that all the time. Look, we all go through pain, 
whether you're happy or sad. We all go through disappointments, whether you're happy or sad. My thing is, if you got to go through all of this, see this maze you talked about, you might as well get a reward for it. If you got to go through all this stuff anyway, at the end of the tunnel, you ought to see happiness. So it's your boy E.T. saying this, believe it or not, one day I woke up, guys, and I realized that I had to go get it. And you do not need to be afraid. What you should be afraid of is not pursuing it. Don't be afraid that if you pursue it, it's not going to happen. You should be afraid that if it does not happen for you, it's because you didn't get up and make it happen. So I believe in you. Like, literally, I believe you have what it takes. If you can dream of that happiness, you can go out and pursue it. And one day you can wake up and it can be yours. And I'm talking from a group of guys that started in a small office in East Lansing that are sitting on 16 acres of land right now in our own office. We have, we have to choose which space we're going to do this podcast in. We went from being in the basement to selling books ourselves to UPS is dropping our stuff off now. And you're listening to our podcast today from a minuscule office to the world listening to us today. So we're not talking about what we read or what we heard. We're telling you to get up, pursue it, and make the rest of your life the best of your life. Appreciate that nugget of the day. E, go on iTunes, man. Leave us a review if you rock with us. We love you. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul, with all